Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire resistant clothing that can keep up well l4fr clothing should be your go-to for quality affordability safety and style l4fr was founded by a third generation oil field worker who is also a veteran thus this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity all while we provide first-rate customer service our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come whether you're working on a pipeline alignment climbing utility poles or in any other environment requiring fire resistant apparel l4fr has you covered our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the weekly wrap-up show. It's a 3A, 2A Taps edition. We're going to preview little guys tonight. Um, Brett Swinney here alongside K.O. Kyle Owens and uh, CM Corey Marshall. What's going on, fellas? Oh, and Prince Vince has joined us. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's up? What's up? I'm, I'm feeling good about tonight. These, now we now we got some schools I'm familiar with. I'm, I'm ready to go tonight. Let's go. We're going to call this the K.O. Zone here? Is this... I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. The familiarity zone, the familiar zone. Yeah, okay. I hear anything. I'm going to start out tonight with a couple of props um, here. I've got a, a shout out to my man KO here. If you're looking for some good highlight clips from Lindale Sulphur Springs scrimmage, uh, go and follow KO at the Kyle Owens. He's got those out there. Kyle's checking those out while I go, man. It's uh, some good stuff you got going on. It's my first time shooting, too. My first time. Uh, hey, I'm impressed. <laughs> it, it was it was fun. It was interesting. Oh. It was different though. But uh, but yeah, tell it was a good time. I'm, tell us a little bit about the scrimmage too. Like how you, how did it go? How uh, how did the teams look on just the first uh, out of the box here? It's tough, man. That's that first that first scrimmage is tough because you you're still getting working out a lot of kinks. There were some good plays though, as you see in the highlights. There was a couple of good catches, some good hard running. Um, I'm I'm worried about Lindell secondary a little bit. I know it was the first scrimmage, but Sulphur Springs was able to to move the ball through the air pretty easily. Um, but the 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 Eagles and Wildcats, they I think the final score they kept score it was like 28 21. Uh, Sulphur Springs won, so it was a very good hard hitting scrimmage. But uh, it's hard to judge from one scrim the very first scrimmage. Well, I got to start somewhere. What was the heat index down there in that field? It was hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was very hot. Very, uh, it was seven o'clock and it was still over 100 degrees. It was hot. Oof, I, I'm sure you'll be uh, glad to the for the temperature to cool down a little bit now, having to move down to that sideline this year. Yeah, that's a very unfortunate part now about my my new position. I'm not in the nice cozy press box with the AC or the heat. Now I got to be down on the field in the conditions. Get on the action. What's yeah. the action? And what if yeah. it starts raining? Now, now I got to be out in the rain. Oh, yeah. No. It's rough. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that, you know, rain, sleet, shine, it, uh, it'll be good stuff for me this year, Kyle. Also, I want to give some props out to my, my other two comrades here. We got Vincent and CM. Made a trip out to Brookhill this week and got to see our special guest for tonight's show, Coach Jeremy Hubbard and the uh, hey. guard. Coach Hubbard, what's up? Coach Hubbard, what's up? Tell, tell us about y'all's uh, trip to Brookhill, and, and then Jeremy can kind of tell us about all of what the kids thought about it. It's all about it. Oh, we, you know, they rolled out the red carpet for us. So, uh, they, you know, Coach Hubbard, he, uh, he took us in and gave us some gear. You know, always, you know, excited to get. Oh, okay, we can't tell them all that. I'm about to say, hold on now. Hey, what's going on here? Listen, so, man, listen. When you go to recruiting trips, you don't tell them what you bring back. Yeah, you know, gave us a tour of the facility and just told us, hey, man, you know, take all the pictures and, you know, footage you want. Um, so he let us do our thing. And and we got a chance to meet a couple of the guys, some other coaches and stuff like that. It's just a really, um, I would say, honestly, a stress-free atmosphere. Like, you know, you know, growing up playing football, it was always like, you know, it was, I don't know. I always felt like it was it was a lot of aggression out there on the field <laughs> growing up. And when I watched these guys, it was a lot of smiles and stuff. But everybody was doing what they were supposed to do, you know, at the same time. You had all the kids, they were out there working and stuff. So that makes it easier, I'm sure. 
uh, when the kids are, are actually out there grinding and stuff and not messing around. Uh, but they, you know, it just seemed like real calm, especially before scrimmage. You know, you know, usually from my experiences, it's always been like that's the that's that part where you just rushing to get everything together there at the end, you know, and they just seemed well prepared, well chilled, and just was like, yeah, y'all, y'all take all the you know photos y'all want, man. You know, let us do a couple of interviews. It was it was dope. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I want to come back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that we will be back. We will be back. Got some got some tricks up our sleeve, hopefully. Um, but no, I I felt I felt real at home and you know it was very welcoming. We got a lot of good got a lot of good stuff, got to see the facilities out there and and um, you know, it, it's you know it, it felt like uh like I said, when I don't know if you've ever been on a a recruiting trip, you know, and they show you the facilities and stuff, you walk around yeah. just and everything. Been on campus several times. We did, you know, we did basketball last year and uh <laughs> And, you know, it's right there by the gym. So I'm like, I kind of want to go inside and look in the indoor facility. You see the indoor facility is nice. Then you walk in, see the locker room, see the weight room, see the training room. And, and training room is almost as D1 style. So, hey, man, I, I like it. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait to go back and, and start doing some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate you guys saying that about a lot of it. And, and I'll tell you, the atmosphere is one that our head football coach and, and of course, uh, we may talk about this, Brett, tonight, but you're going to get a chance to hear from our coach on a weekly basis starting next week. And he really – we we attack a, the kids' preparation in a sense of football is really just a game, right? Like, we have to get stuff done, and we want to get better, and we want to work. But when you have a head coach who's spent two tours in Iraq and has been in those situations where it's literally life or death um, – it's it's a lot easier to kind of bring it back and focus on football. And so you're right. You see, our kids are really calm now. Don't get it twisted. When we kick things off for real next Friday, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a madhouse and a little more tense, right? But you know, we were pretty laid back. We were just excited to go hit somebody other than than, than each other. <clears throat> and uh, we, you know, we for us, you know, we we have 40 to 50 kids in the program, but we were missing a lot of guys Friday, and we talked about this when you guys were there. We were gonna be down with guys in that scrimmage with Russ. And uh, for them to be a 4A school, and they're big, man. Like, I forget how big they are sometimes. I grew up there. I can assure you we weren't that big when I was playing. Um, but, uh, you know, it was it was good for us. And we appreciate you guys being out there. And we know that you, know, you know you're welcome there anytime. And you're right, Brett. When when Brett and I talked, I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. And I let him know that I got you guys a little bit of swag. He was, he was kind of mad at all three of us. So, uh, you weren't supposed to tell him that. KO, sorry. I'll hook you up, too. I'll hook both of you up. But uh, they got some – I mean, Corey and Vince got some fresh-off-the-line hats. Uh, I, I have one I'm saving for game day. I'm not even going to pull it out yet, but it's it's pretty nice. And, uh, but it's – uh, I appreciate you guys saying that. For Coach Job, I'm not going to lie to you. So, uh, when, you gave me that, when you gave me that swag, the next day I went I went up to uh, – I went to the mall. I saw these shoes that match. My wife was like, she was like, white noise? She was like, is that you? I said, it's about to be. <laughs> I was like, and I'll, I'll tell you this, I'm only wearing these on game day. That's right. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, today's the first I, I, day of school for us, and I tell my kids, I say, guys, if you go in my closet, there's three colors. It's gray, it's blue, it's orange. I don't have anything else. Like, that's it. Yeah. 
That's, that's the coach's life. Well, that's the coach's need, life. You need, some, uh, yeah. you need some red and blue, red, white, and blue, Jeremy. Listen, <laughs> I, want, I want the CM edition, blue hat, and that's that's the trade-off we'll make. I can go with that. I can go with that. I, I'm more hey, of a I black guy now. Yeah, I, I will say this. The hat, I'm probably going to have to get like a medium if you got a medium. I'll what? trade you for it. Okay, I'll get yeah, you. I'll I just thought he had a big, all that brain. I figured big head. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it's it's totally opposite. Big body, small head. So I'm I'm totally mis disproportionate. It's all it's oh, all it's compact. It's all compact in there, Jerry. That's, that's right. fair. That's fair. That's fair. I got you. Right. Right. I bet. Yeah. Well, we, we'll definitely, of course, we'll be there for uh, weeks during football season there in, in Brook Hill covering games. Uh, I think Vince will be at all four of those. Um, yeah, he's like a he's gonna be walking basically to the stadium almost there. Uh, it's not that far. Not that get early for that tailgate. Get your little food on the way in. That tailgate. <laughs> we, hey. You know, we talked about that. we sat outside for a little bit. We talked about that. I was like, I see how this is a really Kyle, see Kyle's this making is where it you want right to be now. right before the game is right here in this area. See, Kyle, if you do any Brookhill games, get there early for the tailgate. Uh, don't just go to the tailgate. Come to the game. Don't just go to the tailgate. Well, yeah. I'm talking about if he, goes, if he goes and films any, you know, he needs to make sure he's there early before we can get to tailgate. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Have no, have no doubts. I'll reach out to Jeremy. And say, hey, Jeremy, where, where, where do I go? Just let me know. You listen, you just got to smell. You get your nose out. You know where to go. I promise. They had that barbecue pit sitting out there. We yeah. caught it. Yeah. 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 Just park on the lawn. You got a truck. Park on the lawn, and you know, get the lawn chair out. And, and hey. <laughs> Like an old hound dog, just just smell for it. You'll find it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. talk some let's talk some polls. Uh, I had Jeremy make up his poll, and we'll we'll get to see how he his stacks up against ours here tonight. Honestly, tonight this poll was the toughest one for me because there's so many teams. I mean, like Kyle said earlier, the the teams around here, the, the small schools, kind of rain. I mean, there's a lot of good schools. So let's see where the uh, where our tabulated together poll falls, and then we'll we'll go down and look at our picks. And look at our picks. So we had a tie for for ninth uh, between Newton and Joaquin um, at eight. West Rusk seven was Winsboro, six Dangerfield, five is Carlisle, four is Harmony, three Malakoff, two Beckville, and one Timpson. Um, disrespect. Like, okay, so Kyle's got. I was going to say opening thoughts on the poll results. Kyle obviously has something to say. Go ahead, Kyle. Harmony at four. Harmony at four. Harmony made it to the state semifinals last year, and they brought dang near the whole team back. And we're they're they're running it back, pretty much same crew, and we're putting them at fourth. They got 10, 10 starters returning on offense and nine on defense, and they're at four. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Totally my mistake. Uh-oh. I didn't have them in my poll. I didn't have them in my poll. And that is my mistake. Hey, is that that is my mistake? That oh my. is totally my mistake. Whoa, whoa. And I and I and I, and, and I look back at my poll. I'm like, where is Harmony? I I, I promise you. Oh. This is probably doing the beta testing, so I'm gonna blame him on the beta testing. Oh, I'm gonna blame him no, on no, the beta no, testing. Corey, y'all didn't even vote on this poll till recently. Hey, I'm blaming it on the beta testing. I'm sorry, it's a glitch. I'm sorry, it's a glitch. Sorry. It's a glitch. That's okay. But, That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. This was tough. it was tough. It was it was a tough poll. You know. Uh, okay, Corey. They, so where where would you have put Harmony if you meant to put him on there? Where would you have, who would you have moved? You know, I. I 
It would have been my first team. Here, I'm going to answer your question. Not going no. I'm going to answer no, your no, question. No, 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 no. They so, would have been my fourteen. So, Kyle, let me ask you a question, Kyle. So, it wouldn't have mattered. So, is Centerville, East Texas? Centerville? Um, I don't think we cover. I think no. I I mean, so so there's your answer. Corey has Centerville in his poll. Okay, I think I think East Texas, but I don't. I, that just because we don't cover them doesn't mean they're not. I think they are East Texas. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. That's, okay. That's very this one's, it's it's on the edge. It's on the edge for sure. So I'm so I'm gonna sure. give you some geography. So I've been studying. At the, I failed geography in oh, fourth grade, no. and I came back and passed yeah. it. Made straight hundreds because I got in trouble by my mom. I'm gonna tell you this. So Corrigan is in East Texas, right? Yeah. And we cover Corrigan. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you not know that Centerville was 139 miles away? Corrigan is 156 miles away from Tyler. Shorter distance, and it's still in East Texas. Explain that. It's just the difference of the, ge- the geography. And that, that, and that geography, exactly. So, which one is in East Texas? Which one is in East Texas? Oregon or Are you saying it's in the middle of the middle? Are you saying that's the mileage from where we are currently? Because who said we're yes. the dead middle? We're, are we the dead middle of East Texas? Are we just going to Tyler? Are we not in Tyler? Are we, are this is the heart of East Texas, right? Tyler's the heart no. of East Texas, right? I would say, I, I would say. They're both East Texas, but I would consider Corrigan more East Texas because Centerville's more towards the kind of true. central Texas area. So it's but very Corrigan true. is East Texas. So that's the only difference I would say there. That's but they I mean, have East Texas schools. In, in, Kyle's, in Kyle's defense, you know, it's only like 105 miles to Mesquite, and we don't include them. That's true. Thailand, right? So true. I, I consider, I'll be honest well, with you, or Corey said Kaufman won East Texas last year all year, and then you know. I was thinking of Huffman, like truly, truly on. I was thinking of Huffman for some reason. That's hey, why I was. Know, like, I may have turned a year but, older, but I still remember these things, Vince. It's okay. I couldn't remember what Kaufman Vince, was. I, I was thinking I know of that, Huffman. Anyway. I know that birthday's coming up, Vince, very soon for you, and, and you're going to join me in that 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 next club up, but. Uh, so you still remember some things, even even when you get older. Yeah, I'm I'm almost there. And yeah, we gotta throw Vince a Edison birthday party, man. We gotta. Oh God! You only get sharper. <laughs> you only, you only okay. get sharper. So let's go. Let's let's uh let's start from the bottom and go up, and and Jeremy will can can contribute on his what his team is, or what, where he's got his. Um, so we'll start with ten. So Kyle and Corey actually agreed here. They had Love Lady number ten. Um, Vince has West Rusk, and I had Troop number ten. Um, guys, give me your thoughts on those teams. Jeremy, what what do you have ten? I actually had Joaquin at ten, so I'm kind of right in there with you guys. I think Joaquin is, and and let me say this before we go any further because we're, we're all pretty much the same teams, right? But I, I want to go back to what you said. This is the best class in East Texas overall, East Texas overall. and I think Everything. the top five or six, and I even have seven. I think you can make any of them the same. Well, not this. There's top two, and then there's a bunch in the middle, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a really good class, and you guys did us tap schools dirty, by the way. We got no shot of being top ten in this thing for a while, right? So, uh, but no, I had Joaquin at ten, and I think this is a team that has that tradition. They had the history. And no matter what the situation, they have the right style of offense. And I look at polls in the preseason as who can go in the postseason and win. And it's nice to be able to throw it around and have all this spread stuff. And I'm a defensive guy. I'm not going to lie to you. 
But at some point in the playoffs, you have to be able to run the football and stop the run, and Joaquin can run the football. At some point, you're going to be in a playoff game where you're not going to be able to throw it around 40 times. I don't care who you are. It doesn't happen. And Joaquin's built to be successful, and I think he's going to have a good year. Have a good year. All right. I guess Cole got to run the football. All right. So, Corey and Kyle, uh, give me your love, lady. What you got? Well, I, I put Love Lady up there because they made the regional final last year, a 12 and one year. They were undefeated until that loss in the playoffs, and they're returning eight starters on offense and five on defense. I mean, they may need a little work on the defensive side, but offensively they got most of their, most of their stars coming back. So I expect them to have another good year and, and, and make a run. So I'm not going to go about stats. I'm just going to go, if you've ever been to Love Lady, I go, I go through Love Lady all the time to go home, back home to Huntsville, right? And it is like you blink and you miss the town. I, I'm happy for a team or for a town that small. You got to be happy for a town that small. There's, a, there's not even a Dairy Queen in Love Lady. Ooh. All right. That's how small the town is. So much respect for the Love Lady Lions. The, the football stadium, you kick, you kick a field goal and you might, you kick a field goal toward the, you know, toward the highway, you might hit a car. That's how close the football stadium is to the highway. So shout out to Love Lady, man. Keep going. Yeah, I think I mean I like Love Letty. I think, you know, again at the bottom of this poll, you could have you could have put a numerous team. I I have Troop and I think it's a little low for Troop, but I want to see what they do this year. I think they could really rise up my poll if if they start winning some games. Uh, they've got a lot coming back. Of course, you got Trey Davis, uh, the speedster. You got the Hernan kid at quarterback. I think it's his third year to start. So, Troop's my team that that I, I see them competing with West Russ for the district championship this year. I think it's them and West Russ in that district. And, um, and I just I see them really pushing West Russ this year. And I, I, I could I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they won the district with, with what they have coming back. I got to co- talk to Coach Wells at coaching school, and uh, he said this is the year. They've got a lot of seniors in this group, a lot of, uh, of guys that have started a lot of games for them. And so I'm putting Troop in there right now. But honestly, um, if they start winning, I could see them moving up this pole pretty quickly. And you're talking about a small school that has some Division One talent on it, right? I mean, Heron at quarterback is a good talent. They got the tight end that, that just committed to, I think, Sam Houston's where he's going. I mean, they've got some players, and they're an interesting team. I'm interested to see how it looks in the first couple of weeks. I mean, it's – uh, yeah, we'll ask them. But I'm just saying, I, I think it's um, – they're a team that's interesting to me, Brett. I think you're right. I think they have the right. talent, and it could be, could be, they could be higher, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just like them as kind of a, it's a low, it's a low spot for them, but I just, I, I want to see what they do. I think. That's a solid district too. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's. Yeah. It's going to be a battle for those four spots. I mean, I think there's five really good teams that are battling for four and spots. You Somebody's got, going to get left out. And you got ARP with, ARP with Coach Schmincke. Um, I see them making a step and, and giving some of those guys a challenge this year. They have they were really young last year. Uh, we core for them during basketball season. And Cora, I, I believe they had one senior on the basketball court. I think it's kind of the same way on the football court. They brought back a lot of talent. There we go. Vince back. Here we go. All right. Is it still doing a right. thing? No, I Am think, I well, it seems to be okay right now. Having some sound difficulties. I don't know if you guys are 
yeah. hearing that. Yeah. Um, is it my turn? It's yeah, go ahead, Vince. Uh, you had uh, I had West West Rush. There. Um, yeah. And you missed. I talked about Troop. I think them and Troop are going to be fighting back and forth there in that district. So, give us your take on what West Russ brings to the table for you. Um, I just I, I like them. They had a good season last year, and um. I think they went like ten and three. I think it was or something like that. Uh, but I I put them in the bottom because they didn't have a lot of returners. I think they were returning only about four or five guys offensively and defensively. So um, I I kind of weighed heavily on that. That kind of made me feel like they their season, even though they're well coached and stuff like that, they're gonna struggle with leadership. So. Um, I didn't know how well they would perform this year. Honestly, I just didn't know how well they were going to perform this year. But uh, ironically, um, Dave Campbell ranked them to be number one in their um, in in their uh, division. So, I mean, Dave Campbell thinks that they're gonna they're gonna top um, uh, Truth. So I was like, well, I I don't know. I it's, it's all a prediction. So I I was like, you know what? That return is hard. Makes me wonder. Like what? What? What that looks like? Yeah, and they got a new coach, uh, Coach Mata, which brings me to Jeremy. You stole their hair head coach. He's over there with you guys now, Coach Harrison. Um, so I mean, you, you they're, they're going to have to replace him. Um, and what is he doing over there with you guys? And you know, it's it's nice to have a guy like that with his experience as our secondary coach, uh, and then he's coaching golf. But it's it's been so nice to have a guy like that. For us, and and still is probably the wrong word for it. I mean, he chose to come up. We didn't go there. Well, I know, I, I know, but it's like I'm sure, like, and in the coach Mata, of course, his son graduated uh, last year. Really good. He's running track at Houston, um, so that's I mean, that's a lot of speed. I went to actually watch West Ruskin Arp last year um, in Arp. Got down the sideline, got some got some footage and, and did some stuff from there. And just to see his way he took the game over, like Art played them tough for a while, but a couple of plays he just got free and just took off. Like he was a game changer. So that's a big replacement that they're going to have to replace. Of course, that senior group that they had was pretty solid. So um, it's going to be tough. That's why I think they're they're coming to come down and Troop's going to you know bring enough back. I think that district right there, that's going to be tough a tough fight. Um, and so I, I could see them either one of them winning. And you know both of those teams. This is a deep pole, and I, I like them I like both it. at the bottom. I, I think that's a good spot for them too, Vince. And I, I actually, spoiler, I have I have West Rusk. Me and Kyle have West Rusk next at nine, um, and I have them really close because I think they're they're. You could go either way with them right now, as far as just mm -hmm. what I see I in the see. preseason. Um, Vince, you have Hooks, and Corey has Centerville. Um, I basically, Kyle, I mean, you, you kind of agree with Vince of. You know, we're not real sure they got some holes to fill, but they're still West Rusk. I mean, I mean, they'll still be pretty competitive. What do you think? I mean, Mata was the offensive coordinator last year. So, um, I mean, he's very familiar with very familiar, very familiar with the offense. So, uh, well, there it goes. I guess we figured it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, sorry, CM, you're out. No. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, guess we figured it out. Um, anyway, 
uh, yeah, Coach Mata was there, though, last year. So, I mean, he's very familiar with it. And you're right, Brett. Andon Mata was fantastic. He was outstanding. I got to watch him uh, twice last year, thankfully. Once against Grand Saline, a really good game. And then um, once against Harmony as well in the playoffs, another really good game. So, uh, excellent team. They do have a lot of holes to fill, and especially replacing Mata at quarterback is going to be tough. But I think having a, a coach that's been there, and knows the program helps the transition a little bit and it's familiar with the team. So I don't think we'll see a big drop from West Rusk, but because of the uncertainty there, that's why I got them ranked ninth in the poll. You know, I want to say this about that because I haven't talked to Coach Harrison about this, obviously, so I don't want to speak for him. But I do feel like one of the reasons that he felt okay with with stepping away at the time was that he felt like with Coach Mata, it was in good hands. And I think that Obviously, Coach Harrison was there for long enough that he cares about those kids in the program and what he built. I don't. Ha- I didn't have him in my top ten. I don't have him in my top ten, and and I would put them above a troop because I think they both have a lot of question marks. But I think kind of what Takeo just said: the troop question marks are they haven't done it yet. Can they get there? And West Rusk is: can they keep the flip, keep the switch flip to stay there? And I think it's easier. To, to build on that than try to overcome it. Now, I think it's a close race, and that's why I didn't really have any either of them in the top ten. Uh, but I think West Russ will – I think they have an easier path to answer those questions. It's just a, a loaded division, right, a loaded grouping of schools, and those question marks kind of keep them out for me. I, you know, but, but I think they're both going to be fine. I think it'll be a great game when they play each other. All right. Uh, tell us about Hooks, Vince. Um, Hooks, I was – sitting there reading and reading some of my notes here. Uh, it's been a while since I put this together. Hooks, uh, they're returning um, six offensive starters and nine defensive starters. Uh, they had, a, again, another good season last year. Man, you know what? This 3A, 2A poll we did was kind of tough because all of these guys are really good. All of them. And, you know, it, it just – I had to think about well, if they were, you know, I almost had to think about it from a standpoint like who do you think would win if they had to play each other at some point, you know. Um, I know some of them won't ever play each other, but uh, the thing I did like about Hooks was that they had a couple of returning starters that always makes it easier for you. When you got a returning quarterback, when you got a returning tailback, uh, I believe there was an offensive lineman and um, a receiver that was all returning. And I was like, wow. I was like, I I like it. That sounds good to me. That makes it easier. That makes your job easier when your starters are coming back. Your your starters that are are the leaders on on the team and stuff like that. So it, it does make it a little easier, especially, you know, obviously at the quarterback level. So that's why I, I put obviously that's why I put them ahead of West Rush to begin with. But even then thinking about the rest of my my picks everybody is good and getting better. So it was just really hard to, to place a lot of these guys, but that's where I thought hooks would land. So, All right, Corey, tell us about Centerville. They were good last year. Should be good this year. It's real simple. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always good. They're always there, right? Yeah. You, you always see those guys Listen. playing Thanksgiving week. Jeremy, Jeremy, did you tell us who your nine part uh, pick was yet? No, and, and y'all are – I'm looking at y'all's combined poll and mine, and it's a team you guys had, but a lot higher. I have Carlisle at nine, 
And here's the reason why. Carlisle's a team that's going to make a deep playoff run in their class. They're a top 10 yeah. team in 2A Division two, right? But when you try to combine them and, and, and say, okay, and I don't want to get into my poll completely yet, but when I look at the teams I placed ahead of them up to that fifth spot where you guys have them, it's like, okay, at some point you have to say, just like Vince said, if they played, who would win? And Carlisle just yeah. doesn't have the numbers. They don't have the depth to play. But, man, I'll tell you what, I love watching Carlisle play. I, you know, it's a team that, that at Brookhill especially I could see us playing in the future because of the depth and the numbers thing being close to the same. And yeah. I'm telling you, man, they, they're going to bring the hat, man. I love well, watching them play. It'll, really be, good. it'll be interesting to see if they're able to replace Coach Baker as you he know, goes to Henderson. So. But with Coach Sharp coming over, man, I mean, it's a guy who's got it in his blood. He knows what's going on. And it's one of those schools that even though I don't know, do people consider Carlisle a football school? I don't know if they do or not, but they always are competitive and they always have kids who love playing. And they're all, I mean, you're going to see them deep in the playoffs this year. I really believe that. Um, yeah. I just, I can't put them at five. I know you guys have them over schools like Dangerfield and Winsboro and West Rusk and, and Newton and Joaquin. And I just, you know, are they going to make a deeper run than some of those schools? Absolutely. I just don't know if I can say today they're better, KO. I mean, I, I think that they're good. They're just, man, there's it's too close. Yeah, too close of a call. That's yeah. what it feels like for all of these teams. It, it was. I think we honestly could have done a 3A top 10 separately. Absolutely. And still, yeah, yeah. And, and and then done like a two A taps separately, um, just because there's so many like solid three A teams or or teams that are so close, evenly matched that it's a toss up. It would um, just be the two A where you would kind of get. Uh, yeah, that's why I was saying two A and taps could combine. Then then we could get some of Jeremy's taps teams in. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! He's gonna be he's gonna be petitioning for that next year. <laughs> next week, I'll wait till next year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we do I, this. My poll didn't even have my poll didn't even have Dangerfield. Like that's how gracious, Corey. Oh, oh dude, it's scratch. Scratch. Hey, hey, you might well kill him now. Yeah, his, uh, his uh, might as well not count. It's over. Okay, Corey's over. Corey's off. Corey's about, uh, kicked off the show. He did. <laughs> yeah. He fixed the microphone, and now you're kicking him off again. It's okay. Yeah. You, you may not want to tell I'm, you're lucky. To, uh, you're lucky that our friend's not here tonight, uh, Corey. If if our friend Mr. Eddie was here, he'd be grilling you with all his stats. So I don't, he must not be here because he would have he would have already said something to us. He's just waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Eddie will be for me. He'll be tweeting. He'll be tweeting you later. Ask Vince. All right. Let's I'm go. On to, let's go on to eight. So we got. Um, I actually, I I have an agreement. I'm I'm with Vince. I've got Winsboro at eight. Um, Kyle, you have Malakoff at eight, and Corey, you have West Rusk at eight. Uh, Jeremy, we'll start with you. What do you got at eight? How's that right? How's that stack up? What you got? And I actually have a team we just talked about. I have Dangerfield at eight. And listen, I think they're I think they have more talent than to be number eight. But you look at last year and and the loss to Harmony, and you know we're gonna talk about Harmony later. I know. Uh, they had the one kid leave, you know, and went to Carthage. Um, hey, I think Carthage. he came back. Did he, did he come back? back? He came yeah, back. He, yeah, he, came he didn't back. enroll at Carthage. I don't I think just, he's going to be eligible. Well, obviously. I mean, although it is Carthage, right? And they have a way to figure that stuff out. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I just <laughs> – I know. I, okay, look. I know people in Beckville. They'll argue. They'll have, they'll have my back on this one. Um, you know, I just – it goes back to I have a team ahead of them that nobody has in their poll, I guess, and I don't know why. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that soapbox here in a minute. 
But I think they're a good team. I think they have a chance to go deep again. I just don't know. I mean, I think they were better last year, and they didn't get there. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what's going on. I, I know people on the coaching staff. I'm very close with them. It's just kind of a weird – I don't know, man. It just didn't make sense so, to me last year. So, here's what, here's what I – and I listen to a lot of different shows, Jeremy. And what I hear about Dangerfield is they've got the talent and that, you know, Grant and Terry talked about this the other day. I listened to their their show on 3A. They've got the talent to beat anybody on their schedule. And it's like when it comes down to it, when they get on the field, can they put it all together and not turn the ball over, make mental mistakes, that kind of thing. And you just never know which team's going to show up. Uh, it's not the talent problem with them. I think that's fair. I mean, really. And, and sometimes the worst thing for you – is to have a couple of superstars on the team. Like, yeah, it's good to have the talent, but sometimes, I mean, you guys know you've seen it happen. As a coach, I can mm-hmm. just tell you, you're better off having a bunch of guys who are willing to do their part than have yep. one or two guys who want it all to be about them. And mm-hmm. that that can kill a team, right? Like, who knows what the dynamics are of the locker room and why that went the way it did last year. Um, but I think that you're right. They have the talent to beat anybody we're going to talk about tonight. That's the truth. Uh, and we're going to find out, you know, they, they play a pretty good schedule. We'll find out. How good they yeah, are. Yeah, they, they don't – they don't, they're not afraid to play anybody. And yeah. That's what I like about Dangerfield. They'll play anybody. Yeah. And yeah. and they'll compete with anybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so so you got Dangerfield. Um, I'm going to – I have Winsboro. Uh, me and Vince have Winsboro. Um, yeah. I like the Finney-Finney the Finney connection, the, the dad. And I've talked about this numerous times. When you have a son that's a quarterback – and the dad that's a coach, that's a, usually a really good combination because they've probably grown up on the sidelines. Um, they've been, you know, watching film since he was probably a kid. And he's coming off like, I want to say like a 3,000-yard season last year. And that's one of the boroughs. We talked about the boroughs a little bit. That's a tough region with the boroughs. You got to go through the boroughs. Uh, you got Pottsboro, Wattsboro, and, and Winsboro. And yeah. I just think that they're going to be one of those teams that he's come back as a senior – and he's going to fling it all around the yard, and, and they've got a chance to do something. When you got a guy that can do that, I know Jeremy mentioned about being able to run the ball, and you do eventually, but when you got somebody like that can, that can fling the ball around, you're never out of a game. So I, I like uh, I like them. Vince, what do you got about with Winsboro there? Winsboro is just great, man. They, I mean, they finished 10 and, 10 and 2 last year. Um, like you said about the quarterback situation, you know, dad and and QB, I like it, uh, but ultimately, they just seem like they're on top of their division, and they they're really close. I just feel like they're really close to actually winning it, to winning it all. Um, you, you got the barrels. You talked about that already. The barrels, and I think their first loss was to. Pottsboro, I think it was. And then Pottsboro's first loss was to Whitesboro. You know, it's it's just crazy how they beat up on each other there. Um but I I think they're really close. I think they're on the verge of, of getting the championship. So um especially while you you know, you still got your son at quarterback. So I mean, like you said, he, he takes his work home with him. So <laughs> so I, I think I think they're just a great team. All right, Corey, you got West Rust. Tell us about West Rust for you at eight. I know we kind of talked to him a little bit earlier. What do you see? Uh, you got the new new coach Mata coming in. How do you see them lining up in their district? 
I think they'll be fine. You know, no big, no big surprise with Russ. I think they'll do okay. All right. I just, I'm, I mean, they've been competitive every year. They're, I mean, they're uh, probably a bigger football team than, than most people in the division, and they got a lot of speed. So I think they'll be fine. That's a tough district either way. Yeah, it is that's going to be that a really tr- that true West that true West West West. I can't. I can never say that school West Rusk. Matchup is always good, and you know that's that's a game we probably wish we covered that. But that's going to be a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that. That game's going to be a good one. Uh, Kyle, you got Malakoff. Um, that's that's awful low. Tell me why you got Malakoff this low because we know they're good. So why why do you have them lower whoa, than some whoa, of us? Whoa. I'm just that, no. Uh, it's fair. Hear me out. Uh, hear me I, out. Gonna, I didn't say Kyle. You're stupid. They had hear a Malakoff. No, no, no. I'll just ask why Malakoff is a little lower than other and people. Yeah. And I told you this 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 poll. I have solid reasoning behind every pick that I made. And I know that's why so, I'm asking. You. Just so Malakoff. Fill us with your wisdom. <laughs> I. I Thank you for coming closer, Corey. Listen, so Malakoff, 13-2 and two last year, state semifinalist, outstanding season for Malakoff. They only have three starters returning on offense from that team. Their district is very weak with Teague, Fairfield, Mejia, Grosbeck, Kemp, and Eustace. They're going to blow through district, which doesn't help them come playoff time. And they're in a very they're in the, they're in a tough region. They're in a tough region, so it's going to be tough to come out of that region, that three A div, division one, that region two that we were just talking about. They're in that same region with Winsboro, Pottsboro, Whitesboro, all the boroughs. Malakoff's in there as well. I think the amount of people they lost, and they're only bringing six back on defense too. So I think they have to replace a lot of players and a lot of key players, not just just another guy. There's a lot of key players they got to replace. I think last year may have been their year. Um, to try and make a run, which they did. They made it to the state semifinals. I just think there's going to be a fall-off this year, and I don't think they're going to be as strong. That's the only okay. thing. Still okay. a, still a really good football team. They'll probably go, you know, I'd say two or three rounds deep in the playoffs probably, which is a, a most high schools would love that. So, uh, I mean, no, it, it's just going to be a down year for Malakoff. That's what I think. Okay, fair point. Two or three rounds in a down year. I, I I I have that every year. That's, that's okay. what I'm saying. But but that's what I'm saying. Right. Like that's that's why I think they're going to be a little lower in the in the poll. That's that's fun. All right. You didn't even have harmony in the poll. They made it to the state semis last year. <laughs> it was a glitch. It was a glitch. <laughs> it had to have been a glitch. Dangerfield like, either. I only have Dangerfield on me. A glitch. Definitely like, a glitch. I sure I sure hope you're not trying to blame the uh, the app for a glitch because that's not. I am definitely blaming the app over the That's glitch. not good promotion, it was, Corey. It was during beta. It was during beta. Oh, okay, it was okay, during okay. beta. It was during beta. Well, I'm saying you, it was during beta. Well, if you if you could have went back and reviewed your poll before you submitted mm. it, but no, that's okay. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe next uh, after week one he'll he'll be able to get that poll uh, adjusted to to include some of those teams. I have a feeling be. Harmony will go from unranked to ranked in Corey's poll week one. Yeah. They better. Uh, well, maybe they're they're at hooks, man. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, that's I mean, true. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We had hooks nation here. We had hooks nation here. <laughs> <laughs> they were real quiet after Harmony won, though, oh, in the playoffs. Yeah, they were. They yeah, were they, just. They were all over the chat. They hadn't been back. No. All right. All right. all right. So we got uh, we got your pick in there, Jeremy. That eight, didn't we? Yeah, Dangerfield. Yeah. All right. So who you got at seven? Okay. I want everybody to listen up real close. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, that's a good one. 
It's surprising. They're number too. seven in my poll, and I I told myself I'm going to get in trouble with Scott Rowell tomorrow if I give anybody any bulletin board material, and only making them number seven might be bulletin board material. But I want to take you back to about 2001, Corey. You were watching football in 2001, and who is the fastest team in all of Texas in 2001? Who was it? Not only in football, but in track, in basketball. It'll be Atlanta. Atlanta. And let me the tell Atlanta you something, Falcons. buddy. The Atlanta Falcons? No, no, the Atlanta Falcons, they're terrible, especially with that <laughs> Leon. The Atlanta Rabbits. And I am telling you, I have a number seven. It is probably too low. It's probably oh, too low. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. So, Coach Morton took over last year, coming over from uh, from Arkansas High. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I Listen. We played Atlanta this year, and we played them last year. We went up there, and it was hey, a slobber hey, game. Jeremy, can can you watch that game somewhere? From last year, you actually no, can. no. You can watch no, it this, this year. Yeah, this year. Oh, on on NetSN. Oh, okay, all right, just checking. So if you go back, I did and watch, watch that game last year. last year, brother. I'm gonna tell you, brother. They they are the real deal, and not only are they fast now, like they used to be. You saw it in court. They are huge. They got the right combination yeah. of the big horses up front. You can't catch the running backs. It, not just one of them. There's seven of them you can't catch. Okay? They got a good young quarterback that can run it around. They got a defensive-minded coach. I'm just telling you, coaching against them, they ran so many different things that we had to work hard. And I'm telling you, we played about as good as we could play, and we lost to them by six points. And and it was – if you watched it, we we did some things well, right? But I think they're going to be your I just I was just about to say, I was like, you know what? I was like, is this – it's like, okay, they, hey, they – it was a tussle. okay. Atlanta's fast. This may be a little out of Brook Hill's depth a little bit. I'm like, I like them playing that that team, this speed, but I'm like, this is a good game. <laughs> I watched the whole game. It was a good game. I'm telling you, and, and, and I just think, you know, we mentioned the Burroughs. For Atlanta to get where I think they can get, they're going to have to beat Pottsboro. Okay, they're going to have to beat Pottsboro to get to the semifinals. And I'm just going to go on records now saying I think they're going to do it. I, now, I have them seven. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of hypocritical for me to say that. But when we're sitting down at the end of the year and looking at teams left, Atlanta's going to be one of the last few left. I, I have a ton of respect for Coach Morton and getting to know him over the last couple of years. And I don't, I'm glad I'm not going to have to play him next year because this year is going to be tough enough. Okay, but but that's a program back on the rise, and I think that's one of the next schools that, that are yeah. going to be in that championship conversation soon is Atlanta. And so I've got them at seven, was but they're yeah. getting there. I, I was, was high on them last year. In 2001, who was a kid that came out of Atlanta? I cannot think. Oh, My man. mind's blank out of now. Atlanta? You're going to make me look we'll this look. up. But, but you um, know, that, they were super quick in, in, in 01. They went to the yeah. championship game, you know. And they yeah, won maybe really in 01. Um, but, you know, they, and they've put together good coaching staff, too. There's a lot of former – I say a lot. There's a couple of former head coaches on that staff, too, that they put together that, that's really talented. Um, so, I, I, I'm just telling you, watch them. Early on, they, they play at Legion Fields the first game. And, and last year, as we scouted them, the schedule looked kind of weak. And we were – you know, they went 0-10 two years ago. They were 0-10 in 2021. Yeah, you got so, – they're, the, they're in there with Tatum in that district. And, and you know, I think that's probably your district championship that, game between them and Tatum. That's there. what hurt me with Atlanta. Uh, if y'all remember, remember I, I kept Atlanta on my poll like – I think after they – I think it was after the Liberty Allo game. Yeah. And I held on to him and held on to him. And I remember 
you know, we were talking about them and Tatum. And I was like, well, Tatum lost these first four or whatever and yada, yada, yada. And I just kept saying, man, Atlanta is good. We Atlanta talked about is Tatum's, real good. We talked about Tatum's and Tatum, that. Yeah, right, and, and Tatum, Tatum ate them Tatum up. A, and I just – I was so devastated because I did not see it happening like that. Because Tatum I, played That's that when I, I lost a little – but it could have just been one of those games where, you know, sometimes you just you just have a game where you fall flat. And they were probably they were probably due for one. Everybody gets one every now and then, um, but and that that thing. that really hurt me when I when Tatum did them like that. And I think it was because I didn't believe in Tatum as much. At but here's that the time. thing you got to remember, Vince, and this is this is true of anybody. Yeah. But when you're zero and ten the year before, you got a lot of psychological training to get those kids out of that mindset. Like oh that's yeah. Probably that was the first big game they had since being zero and ten, and I bet. I mean, fair enough, saw, fair enough. I mean, fair enough, I, I yeah. think that's a huge part of that, right? It's, it's like we're talking yeah. about Troop and West Rusk. I've been there, and I'm going to stay there, or I got to beat that guy to get there. What's harder yeah. to do? And man, for them, to, I'm telling you, I just there's. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think I think about it like teams. that, though. I think yeah. there's only four teams in my poll, even though I have them at seven. Only four that I would say are favorites over Atlanta today if we play. And I'll tell you at the Ooh. end because we're going to get there. But I think there's only four that I would favor if they played. Okay. All right. Well, I, I had um, here at seven, I had hooks. Um, I think, you know, we talked about that. And we're going to know how good hooks is right away because they've been Harmony battle first week. And that's one of our pick them games. Um, they return 15 starters. Uh, and I think that's what I, I look at. Um, they were really good last year, made a really good run in the playoffs. You know, obviously caught a caught a hot Harmony team. Um, and and got beat, but I think Hooks is going to make another run, and I think um, this game is very important for both teams. Kind of how to get the season started. I know it's early in the season, but you get off to a, get a, a big win over a a ranked team because both teams are going to. I think they're both ranked um, in some of the polls, uh, not just ours, but I think they're ranked statewide. And so I think it's going to be a big game week one. And not to saying that's going to be the tail of the tape for the whole season, but that's going to be whoever wins that's going to be a, get a big boost in confidence uh, getting the season started. So I like Hooks here. We'll see how they how they look against uh, Harmony, but um, I mean I still like Harmony in the game, but I think that's going to be one of the better games in Week One. Let me say this about Hooks real fast. I did not include them just because I don't consider them to be in the area. But you Thank mentioned you. The, you, Thank you, you. You look at the Hook schedule. Let me just say this. Not only does Hooks have harmony in week one, listen to this schedule. CM must have heard this. He's like smiling. Week two at Cooper. Week three at home against Winsboro. Their first three are big boy matchups. And then you're going to know how good they are real quick, then. Yeah. yeah, And and after that, it falls way off, right? But the first three, you go harmony, Cooper, Winsboro, arguably all three top 10 teams in many polls across the state. So that's. Kudos to them. I just I don't I think they're a good football team. I just didn't have them in the area, but you're gonna find out real quick about hooks. Well, and that's what I was gonna say too, Jeremy. I didn't put them in my poll. Two reasons. One, I think they're <laughs> outside the area, and two, I'm making a point after last week. But um, Hooks is a very good football team, though. Keyshawn Walls, their running back. I got to see him when they played um, when they played uh, Grand Celine last year, and uh, and Harmony. And so yeah. I got to see him both times. Keyshawn Walls is one heck of a running back. I believe he's committed to UTSA. 
Um, so that's where he'll be going next year to play to play football. So, um, and he's not the only one. They got a very good football team up there in Hooks. They're going to be a tough out. And and you said it that first those first three games you're gonna you're gonna find out. But let's not forget, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Because Harmony started zero and four last season and made it all the way to the state semis. So it's not about how you start. Yes, we want to get off to a good start, obviously, but. Just because you get off to a bad start doesn't mean your your season's down the drain. No, you're right. I think that that getting off to a bad start doesn't kill you, but let them go three and zero to start and see yeah. what happens. Right. You know, right. like right. they are looking at a team. They're going to win the next seven. Oh, if yeah. they like, go three and zero, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you might go to a district. It, it's mine. It, <laughs> you're going to go into the playoff with a pretty high state ranking number next to them if they go start three and zero because you know with those wins. That's going to be a pretty big boost. And yeah. you know. I think they go one and two in those first three. I think Probably. they go one and two. I think they beat Cooper and lose to Harmony and, and uh, Winsboro. Mm. Okay. That's just my early prediction. I think Cooper's you got the Cooper. Tough, well, Cooper's tough. <laughs> Cooper's <laughs> tough. I, Cooper I saw Cooper, bro. Cooper is tough. Yeah, 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 I know he's coming. They're not East Texas. They're not East Texas, though. Yeah, I don't have Cooper either. I don't think they're East Texas. So. We don't, I, I but man, they're good. I think that's the one they lose. They are good. They're solid. I, I don't get me wrong. All three yeah. of those games will be close games. They won't be blowouts. They'll be, I, 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 all three of them be one possession games. I think they'll be tight games. Okay, so I didn't think it would happen, fellas, but we had another one. We all four picked the same thing at number six. We all have Carlisle there. I know Jeremy mm-hmm. touched on a little bit earlier. Um, Carlisle, they, they're to me. They're they're in, they're a tough spot. Okay, so they're they're going to probably win their district. They're probably going to w- go a few rounds. But when they get outside, I think it's Mark that they run into. Um, yeah, usually yeah, in the final, and it's like that's where they they hit a wall. So the question is, can Carlisle ever get over that hump and get out of the region, being in the same region with them? I mean, that's. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question they're up to this poll because the consistency and how good they've been over the last several years. But I know for them, they expect to go 10 and 0. They expect to make the playoffs and expect to get there. They want to get back to get over that hump. And so we'll see if they're able to do that, but that's why they're kind of here. I think they're going to make a deepest run as, as any of these teams here in their division. Um, but we'll see if they can get over the hump they've been trying to get over. Uh, Jeremy, who do you have here at six? I was going to say, is it a sneaky pick? Uh, it's a team I haven't heard you guys mention. I don't think you will. Um, I, I'm kind of high on Mount Vernon, right? Like, I know they're in a tough district, right? I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the schedule, and you know, last year they lose to Pottsboro, but then they just dominated Tatum in the playoff game, right? I think it's 40-something to six or whatever. They're in a tough district with with – Winsboro and Pottsboro, who I think are both really good and I think should be, you know, ranked ahead of those two. Uh, but, I mean, I look at the at the schedule, you know, you get you get Gladewater, you get Quinlan Ford, Pewitt, Sabine, Mineola, Bonham, Reigns, Commerce. Like, this is team's going to throw up some wins, I think, as they go throughout the regular season. And um, yeah, they're just one of those teams that when you think they're going to be down, you look up and they're sitting there at 8-2 and two or 9-1, and one, and I think nine and one is probably pretty high with those other two in there, but would you be shocked if they were eight and two when we get to the playoffs? And they're going to be one of the best three seeds around, uh, truthfully. And that region's tough or whatever, but man, I just look at them and I think 
I mean, honestly, I don't think they're better than Atlanta, but I just I think at the end they're going to be in that. Hey, so so in saying that, you say you have them at, at maybe a three. I mean, you have a first-round matchup with either Atlanta or Tatum. Isn't that a juicy first-rounder? I mean, no, whoever's the second seed. Tatum doesn't want it again. No. Right? I, I mean, mean as the kids would say, they don't want that smoke. You know? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying – I, man, I, and, that's, and I, that's a tough one. Like if you're if you're um, Atlanta and Tatum, you want to play. You want to be win the district just so you can avoid that third seed. You want to play the fourth seed, you know. And and I've seen some that, that most of them have Mineola. Uh, you know, Kyle knows a lot about those guys, but they're losing a lot now. Yeah. They're not losing as many players, but they're losing like key pieces um, to that. You know, obviously Dawson Pendergrass was was a lot of the team last year. Uh, there were some other guys in there, but I mean, he's the one that's the Baylor Baylor talent that's that's now in the Waco, and so that's a big piece. So I don't think they're going to be as strong. I think they'll still be there, but that's not as strong as four seed as it was last year. So, and and I just look at what the you know they started out the year last year winning by twenty by fifty five. They had a close game with Pewitt on the road. They beat Sabine by forty. They beat Mineola by twenty. Bonham by fifty. And only a two-touchdown loss to Winsboro on the road. Winsboro's a good football team. So, I just think, you know, as we're talking through these this, these two classifications, 3A and 2A, and, I mean, like, I think they fit in there somewhere. I'm just not real sure yet. We'll find out early. Uh, you know, we'll see if they're – are they going to fall off from what they were? We'll see. Okay. All right, guys, what do y'all got on uh, Carlisle? I mean, you basically said it. I mean, they – they're in there for their consistency. I mean, it's they've they've been consistently good, and they're bringing eight starters back on defense. I think defense wins championships. Um, like you said, though, it's going to be a tough region to get out of. I don't, I don't know if they have enough to get out of the region, but who knows what happens in the playoffs? You can get some breaks that go your way and 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 make yeah, a run. So injuries on anybody's team. I mean, you can't predict those either. Yeah. So I mean, I think they'll have a really good year. Mm-hmm. Carlisle at Troop in week two. That'll be kind of a litmus test for both of them. For both yeah, of them. And, that'll be a good game. Yeah. And it's really – I mean, honestly, it's one of their only tests, early, you know, on the schedule for for, uh, for Carlisle. It's it's not a very strong – Well, and you've got – all going to be better. You've got the Alto deal, but, the, you know, they, they're not eligible to make the playoffs again because of the, you know, the attendance thing. So that's a, that's a sad situation. But then I think that's probably the toughest team in their district – um, and they're not even eligible to make the playoffs, so kind of makes it a little easier for them. I think Tennessee Hall will be a lot better this year, right? I mean, I think Tennessee Hall has a chance to win the district. Cushing, I like what Coach Moore does at Cushing. He always gets a lot out of those kids. But you're right. I mean, I think they should be the favorite to win the district, no doubt, other than, you know, without though not being included in that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, like I said earlier when I had them number nine, I just think that they're, they're going to be one of the last – teams left in the playoffs i just don't think in comparison to the atlantas and dangerfields you know they're they're better i think i think to me i think we know what their ceiling probably is mm-hmm. and i don't think like if they broke the ceiling that would be huge some of these other teams you know we expect one but they could break that ceiling and go farther i think that's kind of the difference in carlisle and some of the other teams that we mentioned uh mm-hmm. vince or Corey, you got anything you want to add about carlisle um just I think Kyle talked about returning starters. Um, for me, it was the uh, the quarterback. You know, I talked about it before with um, 
with um I can't remember now, but um it wasn't Russ Russ, but it was uh but anyway. I I I talked about returning the quarterbacks and I thought I talked about how having that guy as your lead coming back for another year, it makes things a lot easier. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the quarterback is going to be a senior this year. And from what I was looking up um, here about them, he's actually progressed every year. So he's getting better every single year. So um, he's looking good. And that's where – and, of course, I like Carlisle. I, I was high on him last year. I talked about him a lot last year. Um, so I – yeah, I I put them and honestly, I think I put them higher in my poll until I started to really weigh out, you know, <laughs> who needs to be at the top. I think I had Carlisle like number two at one point, and then I was like, wait a minute, I can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I you know I was high on them last year, you know, and I mean, they did really well. So I mean, you can, you can put them two in your poll if you really want to, Vince. I mean, I yeah. I know, but I I would be doing a disservice to who I got at number two, so. Well, you, um, you, you at least at least you included them in the poll, unlike Gory. You know, didn't he didn't include a couple of teams that, you know, at least you included yeah, them. Well, you know, Corey, Corey, <laughs> Corey has no remorse. He just he gonna do what he gonna do, and we deal with it. What my fault? That's right. Who's gonna win with that? Uh, <laughs> all right. So I got my top four though. That's all that matters. Okay. All right. I wonder we're, if our top fours are going to all be the same. We, we got no. We're, we're on five right no. here, <laughs> and and Jeremy's like, no, he's he's not going to agree with this. He's already he's already figured that out. So, all right. So number five for everybody here. Um, we got Corey's got Tatum. I have Dangerfield. Kyle has Winsboro, and Vince has Cooper. Uh, Vince, you were talking about how you saw Cooper this year. Uh, give us your thoughts on Cooper and what you saw last year and what you expect from him this year. Man, Cooper is tough. Bro, like up front, offensive line play, they man. What do they feed they, them there, they, Cooper Vince? I don't know, but they big. They bigger than me, and I start hey. to respect anybody who's bigger than me. <laughs> you know, I, you I learned that lesson a long time ago. <laughs> you know, you ever been to Cooper? Uh, I've been to Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't much, ain't much out there. Ain't nothing to do but eat. Ain't nothing to do but eat out there. Oh, corn so, fed up there. They they are big. They they um, man, I love the way they play the game, man. And they're so they're. It's it's not even. I was gonna say like their 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 approach seems a little aggressive. Like they just get after it, but it ain't even just that. They're disciplined. You know, and you see them execute, man, on every single play, and it starts up front. And I'm, I, I'm a big guy. I played on the offensive line, played on defensive line, and that's where you win games to me. And so watching them play, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, we watching in the first half. I was like, this is about to be over with. How much longer can you play around with them like that? You know, they're winning up front every play. You know, so I, I was, I was very high on them. I still like them. Uh, I think they're well coached. So yeah, I, I I had them up pretty high. I had to give them. I had to put some respect on their name. <laughs> All, right. All right, Kyle, tell us about Winsboro and the Finneys. So uh, y'all are talking about the uh, coach and son combo. Uh, obviously, I've been around Winsboro a few a few years here recently. Um, Kyler Finney over he threw for over thirty six hundred yards last year and forty touchdowns through the air. 
slinging the ball, which is complete opposite of what Winsboro used to be. They used to be ground and pound. They would just, they had big boys up front and they would just wear you down throughout the game. Some of the ugliest games to watch were Winsboro games back in the day um, with uh, uh, Coach Pinnell when he was out there. And so, um, but they were, they were successful. They were still good doing that. But then Coach Finney came in, installed that spread offense. Obviously, he's got a quarterback now that can uh, sling it around pretty good. And he's got some good receivers on the outside too. Uh, they got some good athletes all over the field. I think they win the district this season. Um, a couple years ago, they had a tough season, just like a two-point loss here, a one-point loss here. They've been on that kind of precipice for the past couple of seasons, and I think this year they put it together, and um, I expect them to make a run. Uh, you know, get It's going to be tough. That We've talked about it. It's a tough region, um, but I think they're a good enough team where they're going to give anybody a fight that they could. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they have the potential to be the team coming out of that region representing in the state semis. They have that, that type of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they're going to have to stop some people. They they won a lot of high-scoring games. So um, they're going to have to figure out some ways to stop some people. But offensively, I think they can score with anybody. All right, Corey, tell sure. us about Tatum. Hey, you've got Tatum up there. Junior Jeremy the here. Tatum Jeremy, Eagles, baby. You heard, you, you heard Jeremy talk about Atlanta. They're in the same district. Tell us why you've got Tatum over Atlanta in your poll. No particular reason why. I just didn't pick Atlanta. But I like Tatum. I've always liked Tatum. Either way it goes, they are the big, small school or the small, big school. You know what I'm saying? They do what they do. It's, it's Tatum Eagles. They've been down for a little while. And this past year, they went, what, 75, 76? And I've been picking them all last year as the upsets. They got a hard schedule. I believe Tatum is going to be a lot better than this, a lot better this year. I don't know if they, you know, it's going to be a district fight between them and Atlanta. I don't, hadn't forgot Jefferson either. Jefferson's pretty good. So we never – I didn't pick them in the poll. Jefferson Jefferson was throwing haymakers last year, so we can't forget them. But I'm I'm, rock, I'm rocking with Tatum. Quarterbacks going to Louisiana Tech, so we're going we're gonna to roll with that. They got a good football team. All right. Well, I, I had – um I have Dangerfield at five. Um, You know, obviously, like kind of like we talked about earlier, you put Dangerfield out there against anybody. They can play with anybody. It's It's more of can they put together a complete game. I kind of comparison them to what Chapel Hill's had the last couple of years. And we've talked about, you know, when the athletes are out there, when you match them up, you know, it you, you would think, oh, they're going to win every game. But you've got to you've got to take care of the ball. You've got to, if things don't go your way, you've got to stay in the game. Things like that. I think that's what's going to separate Dangerfield from who they play. If they come out and they play clean game and they, you know, do what they can, I think they can beat anybody. Obviously. Again, it's going to be in their district battle with Harmony, and that you've got them. And I mean, that's that's going to be probably who's fighting it out for district. Um, and so, I think that again is going to be another classic battle. Um, and I think Harmony, they what they're going to do well is they've brought back a lot of of um, guys that have been there before. They got a lot of players coming back, and so can they take care of the ball and do what they're supposed to and limit the mistakes and then Dangerfield, can they do the same thing? It's going to be a battle of that. So, I mean, I just like what they put out there on the field and they have a high ceiling to me. They, they're one of those teams. I could see them losing the first round or I could see them making a regional final run, just depending on who shows up and, and who's playing uh, that particular game. But I like them. Hey, Hampton kids going to, going to the Longhorns. So, uh, you know, hook them. So, um, that's where I got Dangerfield. Uh, Jeremy, 
Who you got in your fifth spot in your poll? I don't want Kyle to be mad at me, but I have Harmony number five. Uh-oh. Um, and look, that's a good spot, right? I mean, be top five in this poll is pretty impressive either way. Way it's there's there's pretty good teams. I'll say this about Harmony: every year in the playoffs, there's that one team that just gets hot at the right time and makes a run, and that was Harmony last year, right? Not that they weren't a good football team, but things just started going well for them. And I and I say that to say they got beat by four touchdowns in week 10, right, or week 11, whatever we call it now, the last regular season game by Dangerfield. And then I don't want to say the playoff road was easy, but they kind of just – things just fell their way as they went, and they started playing really good football, right? So can they repeat that? Can they do it again? And listen, a lot of respect for Coach Jenkins. Wherever he's been, he's had success, whether it was uh, where at Mount Enterprise and then it was Tenna Hall. I mean, so he's he's had success. He's going to have a good program. I just, I mean, like I said, to be number five in this poll to me is a pretty good spot. When you look at the four teams I've ahead of them, you can't really be upset about that. So I just want to see can they do it again. Week one's a great chance for them to, to play a Hooks team on the road and see what they're going to do here. And and not that losing that game discounts them or disqualifies them from being up there at the end. Uh, I just want to see was it lightning in a bottle or is it a change in that program that they're that they hired Coach Jenkins to bring overall. All right. I like that. I like that he's got the he's got the argument. I guess we'll see. You know, like you said, week one, they're coming out. They're going to be tested against Hook. So we'll see what, what Harmony brings uh, starting off the season. All right. So we got number four. Um, Kyle and myself have Beckville number four. Um, Vince has Malakoff. And Corey has Joaquin. All right. So, um Kyle, you want to go ahead and tell them about a little about Beckville, and I'll follow I, I don't, up with whatever I, you don't. I didn't think have. they were. I don't think they were on number four. I'm looking at it. I don't think they were oh, on number four. I'm sorry, my yeah. mistake. My mistake. You had Newton number four. So yeah, tell there us about it is. Newton. Okay, so uh, Newton, I got to see them last year against Harmony in the playoffs. Um, they've always had a good football team. Uh, well, it feels like always. They for the past few years, they've always been a powerhouse. They are. A, an East Texas powerhouse, deep East Texas powerhouse um, down there in Newton County. So um, they're always going to be good. I mean, they their district is not the toughest of districts to get through. I think they'll kind of kind of roll through that. Um, and their playoff road, honestly, until you get to the regional round, the regional semis, when they are probably going to face a Dangerfield team or, um, you know, a Dangerfield or a, an Edgewood or a Decap, somebody like that in the third round and then face up maybe against the harmony again in the regional final. I think they'll make it back to the regional final. Um, so I, that's why I put them at number four. I think they're going to have a really good year and make a deep run. Okay. Um, I have Beckville number four here. Um, of course, Jacoby Williams returning at tailback, one of the best backs around. Um, the problem with Beckville is they're in the same region as another team. that's really good that we'll talk about here shortly. Um, and they play week one against that team, and we'll, we'll definitely get into it. But I think that's that's the main reason. They just they're in a tough spot, but I think they don't have as much talent as, as Timson as we as I'll talk about. But I think their their tailback that they have and the talent they have returning. I think Beckville. You know, I got to I got to see or uh, talk to Coach Ross a little bit, and he has high expectations for the season. I think they want. 
to prove that they can beat, get over the hump and beat Timpson. I mean, that's that's straight up the their goal, honestly, this season. They get to try it week one. Obviously, the week one game is not the playoff game. Um, of course, both teams want to win that game, but I mean that that region it goes through those two teams, in my opinion. It's, it's one of those two that's coming out of there, and I like, you know, obviously Cooper's there too. Vince talked about them. But I think this year it's Beckville and Timpson. I like those two teams in that region. But I think it's a good spot for Beckville at number four. You know, this is a very deep poll. Um, and it could go different ways. But that's that's kind of where I think they're at right now, starting the season. We'll see week one. You know, we'll 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 come back after week one and see how they do. But that's where I've got them right now. Um, Vince, you have Malakoff here. Um, tell us about what why you got Malakoff there at four. Uh, really, I think I just really picked Malakoff because I I'm not I, I'm not gonna say I'm not high on them. I they did really good last year, and um, Dave Campbell was really high on them. Dave Campbell really believed in them, and um, I was just like, well, you know, they did good last year. They picked to win the district again this year. Um, so I didn't I didn't like the fact that they didn't really have. A lot of starters returning. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm big on uh, returning starters and stuff like that. But um, I mostly made that pick because of Dave Campbell. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. That was just, that was what it. Is. But I will say, hey, their schedule um, up front. I don't know a lot about their district, how strong their district really is. But I believe their first couple of games are going to be like some tough ones. Um, they got Grandview. Yeah, yeah their first um, few games are ridiculous. Gladewater, yeah. one of the West Russ games. That's West the other Russ. one. West Russ. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man. I was like, they they're starting out strong. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their district is a uh, a little weak. Um, you got. That's what, I didn't want to say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell, I said it. I said it. I yeah. said it again. It's weak. Yeah, that's gonna blow that's why district. I said, hey, I don't know about the district, but they're going to blow through events. I'll let you know about it. They're going to blow through. So, so we're going to have easy. we're going to have hate mail from Teague, Fairfield, Mahia, Grossbeck, Camp, uses Okay, <laughs> challenge out to you guys. Prove us wrong. Go out and beat Malakoff this year. We'll 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 actually go tell get you on air. We you we were wrong. If you if you to be honest. To be honest, maybe ten years ago that district would have been really nice. Fairfield and all of the hey, To be honest, that district would have been really Fairfield nice. Was good. Fairfield was good. Grossbeck's good. Fairfield's good. T Teague is on the right. Hey, that district would have been real nice about ten years ago. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Not, not guess who the coach was there ten years ago? Not me. that long. Josh Vinny. Yeah. Okay. 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 I guess. Got some knowledge there. Uh oh. Yeah, he's bringing, dropping dimes. He's bringing it tonight. He's he's got his professor game on tonight. Okay. Don't bring up that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the heat's still there. I like there's it. Some, there's uh, still some heat there. It is definitely I, not a work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we got so Corey. You got Joaquin. Tell us about Joaquin. Oh, is it the triple option team? First of all, I love I love the helmets. They got some 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 really good facilities if you, if you ever just want to look at them. They got some nice facilities up there. Um, run the football. They do what they, they do. Big offensive well. line. They run the football very well. They're a hard team to beat. They got big beastie bodies up front. In the, I mean, them big boys in the trenches. Joaquin's a good football team. You know, I, I like I like them. You know, I'm not going to disrespect. They, 
Look, man, they almost averaged what forty eight points last year. I mean, so, went against Cooper's team right. and got beat by eleven. I mean, only scored eleven points. Could, you know, that was a big, that was a big can boy I, battle. Can you know I can I talk to you about that for a minute? Uh -oh. I, I love them too. Uh, and I was I went to that game and I was high on them. That triple option, the quarterback had crazy athlete. He he got feet, man. He got some feet, but I I think where they can improve at is that they they lack the ability to throw the football. And in that in that kind of offense, when you show yourself to be one dimensional, it makes it easier for the defense to say, okay, well we sit in the house. You know, you're gonna have to we're gonna stop you up front. And that's what happened when they ran up against Cooper. Uh -oh. Uh -oh, <laughs> they they ran into a brick wall. <laughs> if you have the answer, but, but I, hey, again, I love the quarterback. I thought he was amazing, but it got to a point where it was like, you know, like I said, they were running. They ran into a brick wall, and Cooper just wasn't gonna. I was so impressed with Cooper after that game and how they stopped that offense. I just knew that they were finna beat Timpson. I had it in my soul that they were beating Timpson, and Timpson turned out to be. Exactly what they said they are. The monsters. <laughs> Wasn't that a football term, technique over talent? I can't remember. You know, take, technique over talent. Yeah. I don't care how talented you are. You, you black and right. You, you're going to get the whole one spread open. You got them. You got them beat, yeah. baby. You know. Absolutely. But I like, I like Joaquin. Listen, jo Joaquin, and, and here's the thing about that offense. As a defensive coach, I hate it. I absolutely hate it because you, spend, <laughs> you you can't work on it until that week, right? Like you can't prepare yeah. for it two weeks in advance. You can't, so yeah. here's the deal. I'm, I'm fortunate to have a defense coordinator that, that I work with that for whatever reason has figured out a plan to slow that down. I'm not saying we would beat them. I'm saying that they wouldn't be able just to have their way with us because we just kind of figured out the best way to stop that. But I'll say this about the passing game. You don't have to line up and be able to throw it a lot because what – no. No. When I'm when as a defensive coach, the worst thing we could ever do is say, "Hey, we're going to sell out and put nine, ten people in the box and make them throw it." Because this is teams do this to the different teams all the time. It's lull you to sleep, lull you to sleep, lull you to sleep. They just got beat by a better team in Cooper, right? Like Cooper was just better yeah. than they were. So I, I think that they've done it for so long that they're listen. I have them at number ten, and listen in the last ten minutes, I've talked myself out of my entire poll by. <laughs> we haven't got to my number four team yet, but I'm sitting here getting mad thinking about who I put four, and I put Joaquin at ten. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I, I think that, that that that's a good pick for them at number at number four, even though I had them at ten. Yeah. I'm, I'm being really hypocritical tonight, but, um, I, so but Jeremy, I think it just goes to show how deep it is. So who is yeah. your fourth pick, Jeremy? Well, it was until about ten minutes ago, and I'm going to leave it there because I'm not going to change it. But I had Beckville at four. Okay, and yeah. you guys talking about Beckville, but listen to this. I just. I, as I've, okay. you know, you shouldn't have told me to put a poll together two hours ago, Brett. You should have gave me two days. I'm sorry. I, thought, I, I kind of thought <laughs> I forgot about it. I had a month. Hey, I had a month, right. and I still Sometimes, got mine messed up. Hey. Yeah. Sometimes the longer you have, the more you can overthink it, though, Jerry. That's true. But before I get there, I do want to say one thing, uh, Corey, that we realized a few minutes ago, that Vince has a great appreciation for us because we are bigger than him. And so I appreciate <laughs> that. I do. Listen, um, listen. I played <laughs> on the offensive line, and I was the smallest one the there. Superman. So there's now, in all fairness, I was a power lifter, so I was one of the strongest. But I was definitely the smallest, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to make nobody mad out there. <laughs> well, that's a good listen. thing. You're the smallest guy. <laughs> I, when we when we used to scrimmage, y'all always thought, "Why is Vince on the offensive?" <laughs> hey, I Man, just I didn't know what they needed me, man.
I never I understood. Like, well, still on the offensive line, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I did what I had to do. Let's let's talk about this for a second. So you guys said Beckville, and I have Beckville at four. So I'm going to talk out of the other side of my mouth now. And Brett said Beckville wants to prove this year that they are going to get over the hump and beat Timpson. They better worry about getting over the hump and beating Joaquin because Joaquin put it on mm. about three touchdowns in a playoff game last year. Okay, and here's mm. what happened to Joaquin. Listen mm. to this. Leading up to the playoff game, they lost in the second round. Listen to the margin of victory in these games. 56, 56, 55, 55, 55, 28, 70 in the first round. Now, I know you can't mm. control who's in your district, but they get a lot of love because they put up a ton of points. And they got some talent. Don't get me wrong. They're talented. Mm-hmm. But it, it's pumped up when they go beat people by 55 for six weeks in a row. And then but again, get- but I, I want to cut you off. But again, it's like you were saying, <clears throat> you only get to practice for an offense like that the, the week of. Well, so, perfect. In all, yeah, in all fairness, it's like nobody can prepare for that itself. You, got, you really got four days to get it right. <laughs> Except you played them in week two. Except they played them in week two last year. And they win the game Ooh, by one. Hi. Oh, <laughs> got him. So they had yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I tried to give him some credit. I'm but, just going to say but, this. It's a definite professor move right there. He had his but, stats. He pulled it out. He, yeah, he had it, yeah, he had it ready. <laughs> okay, they did have it. They did play week two. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, but they lose by Simpson last year. They lose by 31 in week one. Okay. Yeah. It's, they're not competing with Timpson. Well, they need to be worried about Joaquin and some other players. The game was close. The game was close for a little bit, and then they it it, it got blown out of the proportion. But, Let me tell you what my friend Bill Parcell says, Brett. Okay, you are what the scoreboard says you are. Ooh, mm. and you were thirty-one points worse than Timpson in week one, <laughs> yeah. and you were twenty-one points worse than Joaquin in week twelve. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I think they're good. Listen, I think they're top four. Yeah. I think they deserve. They're number four in the state, according to Dave Campbell. Right? They're a good team, but they got a lot to prove, and they got to prove that you can. It. Listen, I coach kids. It, the hardest thing to do is to win seven weeks in a row by fifty, and then play a competitive game. It's tough. Like it, they're high school kids. They start watching. They see the scores. Like all that stuff's tough. And listen, nothing against Coach Ross. I think Coach Ross does a great job. Great job. But I want to see in week one be in a more competitive game. And then I want to see what you do in Joaquin because here's the deal. If, if Coach Ross, is not, he's not new to the block. He knows who he's going to see in the playoffs. He knows who mm-hmm. he's going to see. He, those guys that have been playing that, that know that, listen, at Brook Hill, and we're playing a team that's two and seven running the triple option, we're not going to worry about them until that week. If yeah. I know I'm going to see Joaquin in the playoffs, I'm looking at it in July. You know, so um, – and, and I'm not – listen, I hate this. I'm not knocking them. Like, I I just think – y'all know what I'm saying, right? Like, Yeah, I oh, got man, you. Not, I got no, you. Y'all, y'all nah, go ahead. Good. Go ahead. Teach. You teach. Good. Go you ahead. Good. You're good. I just I just think that that let's slow down a little bit. And I put them on the top four. Uh, above some teams, I think, that are really good. Well, but right? here, here's the thing, Jerry. We'll see week one. I mean, if they get blown out by – by Timpson, then they're going to drop down. But if they play Timpson competitively, will they though? They're... Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, even and if they get blown out though, like I mean, I don't think they'll drop down that much. Well, but they'll still. I, to me, if if I where I have them at four, if if I see them and they play Timpson competitively, then I'm probably going to keep them there around the same. If they get blown out, then I'm definitely. I'm not saying I'm going to drop them out of the poll, 
but they're going to come down a few spots because to me they're so there's such good teams in this bowl. I mean, if you're not competitive with somebody in the top, then you need to move down and and, and earn your way back up later. Now they come back and they beat Joaquin in week two. Okay, well maybe you know maybe they slide back up, but I again I, that's kind of how just what I what I'm seeing on, on that. Like I'm not going to punish somebody for playing a good team if it's competitive, but if it's not competitive then they have to I mean it's you know you go out and lose 50 to nothing i mean you, you it also depends it. on how the game goes though like yeah, i didn't hold it i didn't hold it so much against chapel hill last year after the first couple of games because of all the turnovers i said cool. to myself take away those turnovers chapel hills 2 and 0 easily like so I, I mean it's it's you're right but at the same time like I mean, it, 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 it depends on how the game goes, too. Like, if it's yeah. a blowout because they made a bunch of, of like, mental mistakes or just couldn't hold yeah. on to the football, I'm not – that's correctable. I'm not going to punish them too bad for that. Yeah. Yeah, it no, may I, have been I, a bad night. I 100% agree with you. I was just kind of going in general. Uh, but if you're going to get – if you got some specific – I definitely agree with you on that, Kyle. Like, but, it, the, there's a way to win. If you win by 50 and, it like, the other team turned the ball over seven times, I mean, it's not as big – that's not as big a blowout as if – you know, you just dominated and just sacked them every time and, and stopped them from going anywhere. Jeremy's then, about to come off the top rope at me. Uh-oh. No. But, <laughs> he is. Okay, listen. He's coming down, on, and, you're, and you're laying on it's, some barbed wire tables. And there's going to be a big explosion. All right, so it's not, it's not fair to say that, okay, you won by 30, but they turned the ball over four times. Because guess what? I sit in a coach's meeting every Saturday, and we try to find ways to make you turn the ball over. Right. I, I right. talk about that. Turnovers are a part of the game. Yeah, I, it is. I, I do it is, talk but, about that. But are they are they forced or are they or is the offense just giving you the ball? That's where I think there's a difference. Not yeah. all turnovers are forced. Okay, but let me ask you a question. And, and and I'm not not I'm just let's say a quarterback throws a pick to a defensive back that's standing there wide open. Okay, no no receiver around him. Yeah. Do you consider that giving me the ball? Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe. That's but throwing if, you the football. Literally. What if we know what you do and we're going to be in the right spot and we knock a receiver off a route? Now, does it happen? Got, and he doesn't have to catch it too. Or yeah, the you got to be in place. Right. No. And, okay. But now you, now you added a, a different caveat to it. You push the receiver off the route. That so, a, okay. That well, that's something you did. But if my quarterback just is brain dead for a second and sees your different color jersey and throws it right to you for no reason. Yeah, we gave you the football. But, yes, yeah, if you do something to push my receiver <laughs> off the route or you hurry up the quarterback, uh, no, quarterback pressure and he has to get it off before, that's, in my mind, that's a force. Yes. Are, are there I, some unforced turnovers? Absolutely. But I think that we don't give enough credit sometimes to the game plan aspect of. Absolutely. I, yeah. I will agree what, with that. What I don't like to get into when it comes to football is the what-if game. You know, I, me, me and some buddies, they always they always tell me all the time, like, man, well, if we didn't do this or if, if they didn't do that, we we would have won. It don't matter. It but happened. You did. You did it. And it's over. <laughs> it did happen. But you and did. it's over. <laughs> you know, and, and that that's goes, all that matters. That's it, good it, or bad, right? Like, yeah. I hate saying, well, they got lucky and won. No, they didn't. Nah, they yeah. did what the, they supposed the to do. The clock went the same amount of time as it did for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? It is difficult to – when you bobble a snap and you're on your own 20 and you bobble a snap and now you're on your own, then now they recover the ball on your 15. Well, it's not I, okay. Hey, playing the field position the day, game. Hey, you that's nervous. rough. That, that's if my presence, Corey, if my presence make you nervous <laughs> and you fumble, 
Hey, well, I'm doing something right. Dang, dang, dang. You just dropped that ball at this point. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I don't do the what if thing. I don't do the what if. But I got I got a nose tackle brother that's going to be six three and three hundred twenty pounds. We're going to line up in two weeks. And if he hits you a couple times, guess what? Yeah, you're going to start thinking about it. That's number one. Number two, second guess it. Yeah. Number two is this. I love baseball. Some of you guys may hate baseball, whatever. What I love about baseball is the season is so long that if you make a mistake or two, it doesn't kill your season. Yep. It don't. In football, don't. you get we tell our kids this all the time. You are guaranteed 10 opportunities to go out there and, and perform and execute. Yep. At your best. I told mm-hmm. my kids Saturday, because we had some mental bozo moments Friday night in our scrimmage. And I told our kids, you guys, what you do is too hard. Football practice is too hard. Playing football is too hard to waste them, to do stupid things, right? Yeah. And and look, it's mistakes. I don't expect my kids to be perfect, but I, I hate saying, well, I'm going to give them a pass because they turned it over four times. Well, what were you doing in August? What were you doing early? Why are you fumbling the ball four times? You know, like if I coach a running back and he fumbles, that's why those guys do push-ups. That's why they do X, Y, Z. That's why if my guy jumps off sides on a third and two, I got his big butt doing hey. up-downs. You know, so hey. – Listen, you're, uh, sorry. I'm supposed to be resting tonight, man. <laughs> He's, uh, y'all done gassed him up. Hey, he's going to go into practice tomorrow on 10. They're lucky we're going shorts and t-shirts tomorrow because if we were in pads tomorrow, it'd be full Oklahoma drill to start off. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with Coach Hub? Why are you so angry? We, listen, at Brook Hill, we do not approve of the Oklahoma drill. I just have to say that for legal purposes. <laughs> okay. We do not do that. Yeah. Yeah, so, no so Oklahoma drill. Fired up. Tell us your third spot, Jeremy. Well, here we go again. Jeez, I got Winsboro Louise. number three. I got Winsboro oh, okay. number three. Right, yeah. So Kyler Finney is going to be statistically one of the best quarterbacks in East Texas mm-hmm. at the end of this season. Okay, but Josh Finney, you know, we're talking about they like to throw it around a lot. Go back about 11, 12 years when he's first. He's got his first head coaching job at Maud. I'm really dating myself here now. Good. There was a time when Maud all of a sudden. My uncle was actually the head coach at Beckville, okay? And they were good. They had T.J. Adams, one of those guys, and Nico Adams, all those guys, right? They go to Gladewater to play Maude in the first round of the playoffs, and all of a sudden, Maude is just giving them the business. And Josh Finney, who's this young head coach who hasn't hadn't been there before, is taking Maude, who, by the way, if you don't know where Maude is, it's because they were really only good when he was there, okay? Texarkana. And, and, he, and he brings yeah. them out there, and they're this competitive team. And then he parlays that job into the Teague job. And he goes to Teague, and they win. And now he goes to Winsboro, and KO said it the best, like, listen, that's boring football, what it was before. (laughs) Yes. But Josh Finney has done something at three different schools now where he just changes the culture and the mindset. And the culture piece cannot be understated in any school you ever go to. I have a lot of respect for Coach Finney and, and because of what he's done. And I think you're right. When you have a quarterback who's your own kid and is in there, Studying film, he, his dad's been running the same offense since Kyler was born, probably. Okay, and so I promise you, he knows it like the back of his hand. Um, He's probably think, going to plays almost. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a special combination already. But if you look at what Coach Finney's done, you got a lot of respect for them. And I think, I mean, even when Coach Finney was at Mount Vernon, right? We we played those guys when he yeah. was at Mount Vernon, and they came and gave us the business one night because that's just. He just makes them believe that's what they can do no matter where he's at. 
Um, and they and still just, and they still do that Winsboro tough nose football. Like they're still yeah they're still going to give you a battle every single night. They're not going to lay down for anybody. Yeah. And 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 you're right about Kyler too. He's also he he's basically a coach on the field. He's an sure. extension of the head coach on the on the field offensively. So yeah, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to be really good. And I, I think, mad you respect know, for any coach. Mad respect for any coach. Anyone in mad respect for any coach that can change a culture. Mm. That is that is massive. Tough. That is massive. I, I, That's a I, mindset, it, man. On on that note, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Coach Shane Weber over in Quitman. Quitman was they won one game in four years. Talk about Jeremy. You were talking about having an zero and ten season and coming back. How about an zero and thirty season and or zero and thirty stretch, zero and thirty nine, and it went one and forty basically one game in four years. Um, and Coach Weber came in there, a Quitman native. He graduated from Quitman, hometown roots. He's come in there and they won four games last year. So like that he's there. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. Very tough district, but just to see them being competitive in games. And and that that culture to your point, Corey, that culture, you have to get that losing culture out of there. Like you have to just get rid of that. Stop. You got to change the mindset of where we come off the bus. We're we're already beat because we're quitting. Like you got to get out of that mindset. And Coach Weber's come in there and, and changed that culture over in Quitman. And so I just want to give him a shout out too. Well, and, and Brent and Corey know this. We've talked about this, and this is a football show. I don't want to stay on this long, but I'm in the middle of that with a basketball team right now, right? Three years ago, I went four we went four games my first year as a head coach. And Corey and Brett got to sit there last year and watch how that's got you. It's the hardest thing you can do as a coach. Like, figuring out X's and O's is easy. Motivating good players is easy. Removing a losing mindset is the hardest thing you can do. And you see, equipment's a great and, – and so it's, what's funny is they go from no wins in three years to four wins, and people don't see that as being a huge jump. That's a that's huge enormous. jump. Yeah. That's enormous. And, and that's for any program, and that's – I mean – Look at Coach Jenkins and Harmony, right, while we're talking about them. Like, Harmony's never been, what I would say, terrible. But to where they ended up last year, from where they've been, that's tough to do. So They had never won two playoff games in a year until last year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They're the last ones playing, right? I'm not yeah. going to name drop. I'm not going to name drop. You look at Chapel's history. That's all I'm going to say. We've yeah. been, Since 2000, since 2000 and probably about 2005, we've had the most winning seasons we've had in years. Yeah. It's culture. Like you look at it, oh, yeah. and it, and it's just it goes up and down. But like the culture, they're like you like, state champ, like you won nineteen eighty nine, you won two thousand eleven, and it's just then it's going up and down. But consistently, I'm just that's all I'm saying. I don't want to bring them up, but I, I know what it's well, like good. to go through high school. Your football team wins four games in four years. Like that's bad. Yeah, I I, I was thinking the same thing, Corey. Honestly, um, and you know we have inside connections with that, but. I mean, Chapel Hill is a prime example. I mean, Coach Reardon's been since near five. You know, he came first year. He had a schedule that had Argyle, Pleasant Grove, Carthage, Kilgore. I mean, he went two and eight, but, I mean, it was the brutal – it was the worst schedule I've ever seen. I mean, I I wouldn't put any kids through that, especially with ones that haven't been used to winning. Um, And then he, you know, went three rounds deep, five rounds deep, five rounds deep, and he's ranked in the top five this year. So – I mean, that to me, that I was when he came in and told me, yeah, I'm going to turn this program. I got to talk to him. I mean, I was kind of like, okay, you know, we'll see. Cause, you know, if you've had, when you have that coaches coming in and out like that, and to see someone just come into a program like that and immediately you can see things turn. 
And from the middle of his second year, when they started started winning, it's just been a different program. And so I that I give credit to coaches like that that can come in, um, you know, especially in places like you said that haven't had a tradition, and just take that to the next level. Um, so we got we'll go, we'll move on to number to our third spot. Uh, Jeremy, you know, he he told us his. Um, we kind of split. Uh, Corey and Kyle have Beckville. And me and Vince have Harmony. Um, give us our thoughts on Beckville, uh, Colin, Corey. Now, I picked Beckville. I think they're the, the second best team in 2A in East Texas, um, which kind of spoils who I had above them. But the, uh, they did lose to Joaquin in the, in the second round last year, but Jacoby Williams is a dog. He's going to be back, and he's going to be ready to go. The quarterback's back as well, Kalen Castles. They got nine on offense, nine on defense returning. And, uh, Jeremy, you were talking about Joaquin earlier. My only thing to them, they don't have a lot returning. They got two on offense and three on defense returning. So, I mean, they're having to replace pretty much the whole team. Um, Now, granted, with that system, I'm sure they run that same system all through. So, that won't matter. But maybe different athletes, maybe not as strong as last year. So, I see Beckville – I don't know how they're going to do against Timpson. I think it'll be a close game in week one, but um, I expect to see a Beckville-Timpson rematch in the playoffs. Corey, anything to add there? No. Okay. All right. So, Vince, you and I got Harmony. Um, I, I like Harmony for the experience they got. I think, honestly, looking at the roster – this was probably the year they were expecting to do something. I think they kind of were a year early. Uh, they hit a good, they hit a good playoff run. We talked about, you know, the path and how they got hot at the right time. I mean, that's all it takes sometimes. But they've got a lot of experience coming back. You know, of course, Corey and I talk about the uh, the best name in high school sports. You got Boston Seahorn leading the charge there at Harmony. Um, got and he's got a brother on the team as well. So you know, the Seahorn connection. Um, I think those guys, I, I, I see them making another another run. Um, of course, you've got Dangerfield. We talked about that. I had them at five, and so I think those two are going to battle out for district. Again, it'll be interesting to see which Dangerfield team shows up, but I think Harmony's got a very good chance to repeat a run and, and you know possibly do something special this year if they if they you know catch the schedule right and you know they don't have any serious injuries to uh, to kind of keep them down. Uh, Vince, what do you what do you think about Harmony's chances? Honestly, you you kind of you kind of sold it, but I will tell you that I was really putting Harmony. I had them in my top five, but I gave them a little bit more respect because of uh, uh, Ko. I gave them a little bit, uh, you know, I gave him a little bit of hell last year by Harmony when he showed up, and I was <laughs> like, you know, who is Harmony? You know, I wasn't really <laughs> respecting him, you know, and I remember in the playoffs. He was hyping them up, you know, on our show, like Harmony's gonna do this, Harmony gonna do that. And I, I really was just like, eh, okay. You know, we'll see. <laughs> but I didn't expect for him to do much. And then I re- I think I remember um it may have been Corey who texted me and told me that they won one of their playoff games or whatever. I think I was at a Lindale game at that time or something. I can't remember where I was. Um but and I was just like, Really? <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> Harmony? And so I and just thought in all fairness. Yeah, in all fairness, I needed to give him a little bit of respect, you know. 
Uh, so I, I said, you know what? I'm gonna bump them up a little bit. I, I can't put them over my one and two, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them that. I'm gonna give them three. All right, Jeremy, you got it too. I'm gonna go with Malakoff at two, and we've talked a lot about consistency and what they've done. Uh, just looking back, you know, last year going 13 and two, giving up 11 points a game, right? Like we talk about, you got to be able to defend to win at the end. Them points game is pretty good, right? Yeah, it's not and, bad. It's not bad. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things to where now Coach Driscoll's been there long enough that the system is just is what it is. The kids have bought in. They, I'm sure in a system like that, they're doing the same thing from seventh grade on up, right? Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, could you interchange with some other guys? Yeah, you could. But I think you're right. The district, they're going to blow through that. No doubt about it. They lost to Grandview early last year, came back and beat them in the playoffs. They, they destroyed Winsboro. Like, you know, that's a Winsboro's team. We are talking about how good they are and what they've done. They, they put it to them last year. Um, and it's really one of those things like until they don't do it, I'm just going to keep expecting them to do it, you know, and I think that's fair. I think they've earned that at this point. Every year, or not every year, but every time they lose a group, we're always like, okay, they're going to fall off. Okay, they're going to fall off, and they just haven't yet. Um, and I think they've just earned the right to be sitting there at that point as number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Corey and I also have Malakoff too, Jeremy. And I, to to add to that point, it's the athletes they have, the skill guys. They just they just reload new guys in. So even though they're losing, I think they're losing uh, eight on offense. I mean, you're going to have a lot of that. They're just going to reload their their uh, those skill positions. So I'm not concerned about that. Um, they do have quite a bit returning on defense, but again, you, you said it. They're Malakoff. And I think that's enough said there. I mean, they're, I think until someone knocks them off and it took them all the way going to Brock last year to take the loss. Uh, I think that's, I think they're going to, you're going to make another deep run this year. Honestly, I think the Grandview test early will be interesting. They have some interesting preseason games. District's not going to be a problem for them, but uh, yeah, I, I like them. Uh, Corey, tell us a, Tell us about – wait, I'm going to let you say it. Tell us about your team. Malakoff Tigers. They don't rebuild, they reload. That's exactly what they do. Nothing more to, nothing more to say. You know, they're almost as – you know, how many – I don't know how many district titles they, they've got, but it just, just had me thinking about the most iconic football Texas football team ever in in, in uh, West Canaan and the most historical football coach ever is Doug Kilmer. Like, they just – they do – <laughs> they just do what they do. They just reload every year. He had like mm-hmm. 16 straight district titles. I mean, uh, whatever. I, all I know is Lance Harbor would have been one of the best quarterbacks in the state. That's how, that's what I feel about Malikoff. If you listen to this, I know y'all are laughing. This is this is hilarious. You got to I feel like Corey stopped watching after the whipped cream bikini didn't see the end of the movie is what I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> if he never got injured, if he never got injured, he would have been the greatest – High school Texas quarterback ever. <laughs> oh man, oh man. But Malikoff, they don't they don't rebuild, they reload. They've been good for for a while, so they they've got it going on. Malikoff. All right, Vince, you got Beckville here. Uh, tell us about number two at Beckville. Man, you know I'm gonna be real with you, Coach. About changed my mind on Beckville. Gosh, I, I I've been sitting there going back and forth over Beckville since he's you know kind of. Brought up the whole Timpson and Joaquin thing. I I don't know, man. Like 
I like them, though. I do like them, Coach. <laughs> I do, too. I think they're a good team. I think, I think they are a they, very good football team. They they good, but they just – now I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, yeah, they – But here's the hard part, Vince. I, we're, I, I, at I this was point, we're, nit, I, <laughs> we're nitpicking at this point, right? We're trying, yeah. we're trying to place – a bunch of really good teams in and, and, and that and that's you're right. You're right about that. None of them have played anybody yet. So that's right. the none of them have played anybody. You're, very, you're, very having very to, you're having to guess on what we've seen past yeah. and what we think so they have. I back. will say that I do still I, I like them. I think they're they're balanced offensively, or at least they were last year. Um they did they did play Timpson and Timpson kind of, you know, worked them a little bit, but after that game, man, they seem to just kind of come alive after that, you know. And some teams, you week one like that and get beat like that, you just – some teams mentally check out sometimes, man. And so I I saw how they just kind of acted like, it, you know, it was nothing. That, to me, that was a sign of good coaching, you know, being able to forget week one and move forward, you know. So um, I, I like them. I think they're great. They they definitely can pass the ball. They got some athletes at receiver, and um, I, I like their style of play. All right, Kyle, tell us why this next team you have number two. I'm what you tell why they're not the number one team. They're number two. I got the Timson Bears at number two. Uh, I think they they are the I think they're the best <laughs> team in two A. Think they're going to win the two uh, A state championship in two A Division one, but they are number two in my ranking. Um, I, Terry Bussey, star athlete. By the way, he is uh, announcing his commitment on September 28th um, to find out where he'll go. He's got uh, five schools to choose from. Everybody's picking no, Texas, I see. No, yeah. no, he's only got one school. The rest of them are <laughs> the other guys. Um, but can't forget about Vosky Howard over there, too, at Timson. Oh, they got a lot returning on offense and defense. I, I, again, they're going to they're gonna run into like a Refurio again. Um, but I think this is their year with Terry Bussey and, and Vosky there, um, both uh, ready to move on after this season. So uh, I think this is the year. Timson does it. But they're number two. If it was if it was a two A only poll, they'd be number one. So he's going to use that theory where if they line up against his number one team, that he thinks his number one team is going to beat them. I mean, but guessing- I give it. Everybody's okay to have a homeless school. I got you. I haven't said a word about him yet. I've been holding all my ammo till till now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna turn y'all over to the harmony bandwagon. I'm gonna turn y'all over to it. Nominee. All right. So uh we ready to go number one? Sure. Ready? Go ahead. Oh, Jeremy's got something to say. I want KO to go first, actually. <laughs> go. Okay. I I like it. Let's uh Kyle, Don't tell give us who your number one. one. <laughs> All right. First off, fly eagles fly, huh? Can I get amen? Amen. All right. Oh, the Harmony man. Eagles. Oh, here we go. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Harmony Eagles are uh, my number one team for three A and below. Um, they are. They went to the state semifinals last year, as what's well been well pointed out they're returning 10 on offense nine on defense you talked about boston seahorn his brother's name you were looking for weston seahorn there's also a uh there's about three or four other seahorns in the school that uh play other sports too so um and then you got the the trembles 
and that are related to the Seahorns, that there's some of the big group over there in the Ronesboro area where Harmony is located. Anyway, I think they're I think they're going to make another run. They snuck up on everybody last year. They really did. Uh, starting off 0-4, nobody expected anything from them. Close loss to Hooks to begin the season, 17-14. Lost to White Oak, which was kind of surprising, 39-32. Then lost to Beckville, 51-29. And then Decab, 47-33. Then District started. Then they rattled off a win over Hughes Springs, New Diana, Legion Fields, Queen City, beat Wascombe by two, and then lost to Dangerfield, obviously on that final home game, and then just rolled through the playoffs with New Waverly, Hooks, West Rusk, Newton, until eventually falling to uh, Poth in the state semifinals. They got everybody coming back, guys. Like, they got – it's in, and we forget last year was Coach Jenkins' first year at Harmony. So it's his first year that those kids get to – be ingrained in Coach Jenkins' system. Now you have a whole offseason and a whole nother year with Coach Jenkins and that coaching staff. I just – I think it's it's set up. And talking to the superintendent and everybody over there um, through the playoff run, those games – those first four games they lost, it, it was it – was, it was more of what they were doing to themselves, the mistakes they were making. They have an outstanding run game. Their offensive line is 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 huge. They got a huge offensive line, outstanding run game with Boston Seahorn, Weston Seahorn in the backfield as well. They'll put big Braxton Baker in the backfield too. He's the tight end, 260-something pounds, solid. Um, they'll put him back there as well. They they're just they got the complete team. Tyson Jenkins added to the outside as a receiver, Coach Jenkins' son. He really stretched the field and, and made some plays downfield, big plays in the playoffs. I'm really high on harmony. Yes, I'm a little biased. Because I've watched these kids grow up. Well, no, I've watched these kids grow up through high school. Like, I've been covering them for the past four years. So, Boston Seahorn as a freshman all the way to now being a senior. Like, I've seen these kids grow. And um, I just think this is the year that Harmony makes it back to the state semifinals. I think they make the state championship early prediction. Gunner versus Harmony state title game for 3A Division II. Mm. Wow. All right. You heard it first. KO KO calls it first here on Ness in there. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, man, he's gonna mic drop us on that one. Uh, Jeremy, how, can you follow that up? Pretty convincing, KO. Um, you really had me rethinking having Harmony below Beckville at least. Um, there you go. That's all I can ask for. Gosh, I'm gonna be really hated over there. I, I, can, next time I'm on, can we get like a voice changer and a <laughs> Protection program. Uh, yeah, one of them silhouettes. <laughs> I feel like I was really harsh on Beckville. Uh, but, you know, listen, if, if what KO's saying I could buy into if we see early on that it wasn't lightning in a bottle last year. I, I alluded that a minute ago. Like, is it really the change? Is it really what it is? Or was it we were the team that got hot? Well, right. that's the, that's going to be a tough part this year. They're not sneaking up on anybody this year. Right. They snuck up on everybody last year. Nobody expected anything from them. But now they got a target on their back. So how can they handle now being the hunted instead of the hunter? That's going to be the biggest key. For sure. Um, and the reason why I put – well, I have Timson at one, right? I think – here's the thing. Yeah, Bussy's one thing. Bussy's one thing. Now you got the other guy to go along with him. You got two of those cats at that division. Good luck, right? Like, there are going to be some teams later on that can do it. I don't know if they're going to win it. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think they have a great shot of getting there and this being the time they've done it. But, um, you know, Coach Thurwanger is like, we talked about a lot about Love Lady. Guess what? The history of Love Lady football includes that guy. 
as being one of those kind of built in the last 10 or 15 years, and now he's over at Timpson doing the same thing. I worry about, <coughs> sorry, worry about some of the non-district schedule for Timpson, right? Like, are they going to fall into that not being tested enough as you go through until you get there? But last year, you look at their schedule. I had it pulled up a minute ago. They weren't like, and you guys know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. They weren't just beating people. They were just making people feel bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was, it was not even close. Uh, they beat Beckville. We already talked about that. They beat Dangerfield by 26. They beat Joaquin by three the first time. And then Garrison, another good football team we haven't talked about tonight. They beat Garrison by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the center, Corey's favorite team, Centerville, by 30. They go beat Cooper by two, t- three touchdowns. So, you know, I, they're good enough to win it. They got the talent at that level. You got two cats like that. They're good enough. And I just think kind of by default, you have the best player in a small school kind of hard to pick against them right now. Even though what K.O. is saying about Harmony is true, they got maybe more guys bought into the system. And it's a system. I don't, want, I don't want to say that. Not that they're a system team, but they got the guys all over the place. Where Timpson's going to rely on two cats to get them there. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, the rest of us have Timpson. Um, it's kind of obvious there at this point. Why we all pick Timpson, I mean, it's – you got somebody like Terry Buskey, you add Vosky Howard. I mean, I mean, he's just, you just go look at the film and he's just so much better than everybody on the field. It's just, he's different. It's, it's like, different. it's like a video game where, where I create my yeah. player and I make him 99 and like he's faster than everybody. He breaks tackles. I mean, you, you can put him on both sides of the ball. Um, I honestly just think, what, what's it? What you got, Corey? You got, you got to sign up. Bussing them is that bussing them? I mean, <laughs> bussing when you think about that's, it, that's he, it. Um, that's the team. He plays multiple sports: uh, football, basketball. Um, I think he, I think he runs track also. Not oh. sure. Yeah, and I think he played baseball too. I'm not sure, but I thought I saw a report where it said he played baseball. Um, but dude is just ridiculous. He had. 2,000 something yards passing, but then he rushed for another 2,500 yards. And I think somebody said he had like over 70 touchdowns total. And I mean, you watch his, you watch him play, and it's like Brett said, it's like a creative player. It's like, it's not real. Like he's having fun out there. He's doing stuff that you see other people trying to make plays. You see him playing around and executing. And it, it's just different. It's a different level. But and I don't know how he got there. <laughs> but you but, don't get people like that often. <laughs> but you, you guys know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Don't look at the stats so much, right? Because these they're playing some teams that are really bad. Okay. So like the touchdown yeah, numbers true, don't impress true, me as much. True. This is what we tell kids all the time. And this is the negative part of me, right? A lot of kids think they can play division one football. Oh, I can go play at Oklahoma. Oh, I can go play at Texas. No, you can't. That guy can. When you see a true Division yeah. One player, that's what he looks <laughs> like. Don't, don't, don't say that, Neil. Coach, coach, you, you, you got to give him hope. <laughs> you got to you got to get a five yeah. seven player hope. You got to let him know, man. You say that say, say that one more time. Say that one more time. I'm telling you, it, it like that's what you know when Kalen Griffin came to, to Brook Hill, yeah. right? At our level, yeah, he was looking like a a superstar because he came to Brook Hill. 
he wasn't a Division One player because he came to Brookhill and put up a bunch of numbers. He was a Division One player because he was that guy. Yeah, he was going to be that guy no matter where he was. He'd have been that guy if he stayed at Chapel Hill, and then he came back there and he wasn't. I mean, okay, Corey, Division One player is Division One player, right? Now, but but mm-hmm. Kalen, who's a great kid, I love Kalen, but he was a Rice kid. He wasn't a Texas Oklahoma kid. Terry Bussey's a Texas Oklahoma A and M. Alabama yeah. type of kid, and those kids are different. You see it, yeah, they different. Man, just, ooh, like ooh, I, I got, said, I, I don't I know how. You, again, I don't know hey. how you get to this level. I don't know what it is because it's bigger than just showing up to practice every I'm day. gonna tell you what happened. This is something else. God says, <laughs> "Here you go." I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you this. Mic <laughs> drop. We done. We done talking. Yeah. We done talking. Don't mess this we up. <laughs> we, we done talking. We done talking. Because you know what, I want to add to that. You know, Booby well, uh, was not Booby Mom. Was was on uh, 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 you know uh, Friday Night Lights. Booby was it his God given? Yeah, yeah. yeah Booby Mom. Yeah, that's him. Like, listen, I was hey, thinking about that. Some some people they can just do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't like matter. they just got it. You know what I'm saying? But and the then some people have to work it. extra hard for it. But but mm-hmm. but here's the thing: you can't work your way into being him. No. Nope. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's him, what I'm trying to tell you. It don't him, matter what you, you do. Have, You're not going to work your way to that. You have to have that combination of God says, here you go, I'm going to make you a stud, and then you have to go take advantage of it. And I bet yeah. that cat works hard on everybody else in the weight room. I Absolutely. bet he does more. Because you don't get to – listen, A&M in Oklahoma, Tech, whoever it is, Nick Saban doesn't come to your house and talk to you if you don't work hard. He doesn't show up if you ain't any good. I'm going to tell you, I could go in there in the weight room every day and work, and the Dallas Cowboys are never going to call me, KO. They're never going to call me. So no. it's not just work, and it's not just talent. There's a bunch of talented guys. We, If you hadn't watched Untold yet with Johnny Manziel, there's a Man. bunch of talented guys that won't yeah. finish and take yeah. advantage of it. These hey, guys love them, by the way. Listen, that was, a, that was a really good documentary, too. But um, to your point, though, yes. there's there's – He's on another level. He is he is a special player. And Casey Poe from Lindell, the offensive lineman that just committed to Alabama, he did a little uh, Twitter recruiting. Um, he tweeted at Terry Bussey. He was like, hey, man, we keep running into each other. Just come on down to Bama. Roll Tide. So I know y'all don't want to hear that. But Casey Poe's out here trying to recruit Terry Bussey to Bama to uh, join him up there. And, and I have a feeling Terry Bussey would be A-OK running behind Casey Poe for the next four oh, years over hey. at Alabama. Texas Man, got some pretty good guys down there right now on the on the low line. I, I just, I'm just think. saying. I'm just saying. But yes, I'm, Terry Bussey's special player, and I, he's it's it's not coachable, right? Like he's it's nah, God given, but he's but he is coachable. Like that's the thing. He's not. He's very humble for for as good as he is. He's very humble and doesn't. I think in his start, mind, obviously, he knows he's good, but he's also realizes I can't do this by myself. I gotta have yeah. teammates to help me. It starts with winning the gene pool first. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it starts. It starts in the womb. It starts in the womb. So we, yeah. to be honest this. with you, as good as we want to brag about him, we need to be talking about his parents. Y'all hey, did a good, good job, job. pops. Good job. Yeah. Y'all did a good job. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna mention this, and I'm off the mic. I never forget. It was the TJC coach Marcus. We were playing somebody, right? And he told me, he said, "You know what, Corey? At some point in time, no matter what you do." The, that best player is just gonna score. Like you, you there's nothing you can do, right? I learned that going to Sam Houston, learned that we played this guy Lamar, 
Coach Marlon's like, this guy's like a low draft pick. It's like low draft. I ain't never seen a draft pick in my life at this time. I am green. I'm out here. I'm green. I'm like, so this guy's going to the NBA. One of the guys on the team is like, all right, no problem. I got him, coach. Kid dropped 33 and like 17. We got on the bus back home. He's like, hey, he better go in the first one. <laughs> he was that. He was like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he hitting turnaround jumpers. I'm like, I'm used to like running offense. We're running the flex offense. No, they're they doing pro-style floppy. Like they they giving him the ball mid post that he's just going to work. I'm like this dude right here, where did he come from? And he was just smooth. But I'm like, there's nothing you could. We end up winning the game, but there's nothing. He's gonna get 33. He's gonna get his points. But I'm like that that that's that's Terry Bussy. He's gonna get his. That he's the man doesn't have to be the man. You know, so, he doesn't have to prove he's a man. And it's one thing to talk about. A, some guy like the Dangerfield kid that's going to play defense at the next level. You're talking about a guy who could go play offense for any of the, any school he wants to. Yeah. And I think you're seeing the difference in how special a kid like that really is. And that's why I think at their level, good luck. And then you got yeah. Howard on yeah. top of it. Like, you, listen, you're right, Corey. You can game plan. You can game plan all you want to for anybody you want to. And at the end of the day, what you do I say? Them. It's not yeah. the X's and the O's. It's the Jimmys and the Joes. You got to have them dudes. You, you still, still got to line up. <laughs> so, line well, speaking, up. Of dudes, uh, speaking of dudes, speaking of dudes, Jeremy, we got a little bit of an announcement to make here as we kind of wrap this up tonight. Um, new podcast we're going to do with Brooke Hill. Uh, give us a little bit of uh, information about it for those that uh, would be interested in, in tuning into that every week. Yeah, so uh, Brett and I have kind of been working on this, man, probably for months, but it just took one phone call. That's not to hammer out the details. You'll be able to hear from uh, our in-season coaches and a, a kid or two every week. Uh, every Monday, I think, is what we've decided on. Uh, the Fire the Cannon podcast from Brook Hill. If you don't know about our history, we have a big cannon. We bring out and fire for uh, different things. Uh, and so we're going to go with that name, and, and we're excited to get that rolling next week. Brett and I will be tag-teaming this thing together. Uh, we'll be bringing interviews with, with Coach Riley for your football season and then not married to me, Coach Hubbard, volleyball coach every week <laughs> and, uh, and i'm probably going to try to i'm just now thinking about this i may try to see if we can coordinate and get vince in too because he's going to have some good information for us on being at all those games the home games and stuff so vince if you're free um i'd like to get you in on that too okay. since you'll have some good insight um being there um you know as far as the football games go so um but i think yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of a lot of fun it's gonna be uh great for the brook hill community you get to uh, get some inside information. Kind of the same thing we're doing. Me, Corey, and Vince are doing the old dog show. Um, you're going to have Coach Reardon on and some player interviews and same type deal. So um, I'm excited about doing these shows to highlight these programs around the area. Um, it's great for them and great for the community. So uh, if you're interested in sponsoring any of them, you know, anybody out there, uh, let us know. We'd love to have sponsors for our, some of our shows. So um, uh, something else I want to touch on. Uh, our Pick'em Challenge, the app, guys, is working. The Pick'em Challenge, we were up to 67 participants in the Pick'em Challenge um, right. for week one. So um, <laughs> I have decided we, – we talked about doing weekly giveaways, and we will be doing the, the weekly giveaways for the winners of each week. But there will be a grand prize given out for the winner at the end of the season. So um, I've decided to do that, and uh, so we'll – We'll we'll see. I, once I have the grand prize and what it's going to be, I will bring on a show and we'll we'll um we'll announce all that. But that is that is coming. Um, we've of course we got our 
What, what, Corey? What is that? You keep throwing up. I feel like you've you're. Oh, I'm sorry. What is that? Are you saying who's winning? Are you pointing at Kyle? Pointing? No, I'm just. I was just trying to see if it worked. I just. Oh, okay. You know, your arrow. Like a little arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We've got our show. The show's coming up. We got our. Uh, you know, coming up this week, we'll have our our week one pick them where we'll talk about that on our Beast from the East show, which is coming up, uh, re released this coming week. We'll talk about our week one pickums. We'll have a round table with any of the NetSN guys that are available. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. Um, guys, I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Uh, Kyle, Jeremy, and, and Corey and Vince uh, enjoyed tonight's polls. Uh, we had a lot of difference of opinions, but a lot of good, a lot of good valid points tonight, guys. It was some good conversation. So um, for everybody listening tonight, we appreciate you for tuning in. Um, for these guys, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here on the weekly wrap-up show. Football season's coming, fellas. Next week, we got way. real live high school football. Ooh, That's what right. it is, baby. Huh? Friday night. Friday night, baby. Friday night. Eat them up, cats. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.